When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, don't even start. You gotta be I kidding me. I received the myriad of cards, <laughs> emails, the fuck up. and texts yeah. uh-huh. from facts. parents and students. <laughs> Voicemail. Thank you. <laughs> and classroom mandated uh, <laughs> what the fuck accolades. What's going on right now? For changing. This is insane. The kids' lives for the better. Oh my God! Oh Jesus! He's tearing himself up. I have three loving kids, who I will love unconditionally. I have a loving mother, loving family. Your family left you, John. I don't deserve. (laughs) What is he crying about? What's going on right now? I didn't choose this fight. Oh my God! Oh, he's having a fucking brought to me. He's having a breakdown. What's he talking about? Does anyone know what he's talking about? I was about? just doing a political show. Yeah, anyone in Discord? Does anyone know what the canceled. fuck is going on right now? They started with canceling my stand-up gigs, Dean. Uh, How'd you feel about that? Oh, no. What is he? What's happening right now? How'd you feel if they called up? He must have had a guest cancel Club on and him. Corpus Christi and threatened <laughs> the club owner if he him. had me. They would commit a bunch of violence towards women. <laughs> yeah. And the club owner got cold feet and canceled me, even though I was sold out for the Friday show. <laughs> okay. This tearful fucking thing. Yeah. Even though we sold 82 tickets in advance. It doesn't stop him. It was because I'm a lefty. Okay. <laughs> I represent love, peace, and harmony. <laughs> no, you don't. You fucking loser. Oh no! Maybe you shouldn't have gone back. There's into this five thousand people on Dabbles Anonymous that are determined. Sixty-five hundred, actually. <laughs> that are determined to call your innocent mom. Oh Jesus! He thinks five thousand people are fucking with his mom as one person on Christmas morning. Oh Jesus! What? Three thirty. Fucking douchebag. Twice. <laughs> I was just about to go through my stocking <laughs> to troll her. What the fuck? This is unbelievable. Hey, Doug. Was there a reason for that? Like a specific? I don't something know. Happen? I, I, people were just like, John's having a meltdown. So I just clicked it on. And we, I don't even know who he was mad at, but he's mad at someone. And now, Doug, you have a cold right now, and you sound way better than that guy. Get ready. I, the snot's going to be coming. <laughs> well, good. Uh, Carl makes fun of me for having snot on my face, and he brings up <laughs> Doug from Good Times, great movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Doug, just don't cry because it really aggravates the uh, mucus. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll try. I mean, I don't, I'll, I'll see. I'll we'll, see. If, we'll be very see if nice. Can make it through this without crying. Oh my gosh, this oh. is fucking funny. Anyway. Well, if it makes you feel any better, my band, The Ice mm-hmm. Dopes, is opening for Southern Culture and the Skids, a band that I love. That does make me feel good. Thanks. <laughs> It's an outdoor show, and it's been raining all day. And it's going to rain all oh. fucking day and night. So. The sky is crying. <laughs> <laughs> so who's talking about the sky's kids? <laughs> <laughs> the sky transitioned into night. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's so funny. 
thing I've ever said. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, Glad you're recording. <laughs> we got to fucking oh. gotta start the show, I think. This is great. We've forming like a little community here. A community of retards. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to episode number four. And four and four. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? What a dick. I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, Robert Nixon, Cousin Roos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that's been described as diarrhea on an airplane. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a man who loves watching movies so much, he spends most of his time talking about it. From mm-hmm. Good Times Great Movies, it's Doug. What's happening, Doug? Oh, Carl, so happy to be here. Sorry about last time. I mean, that wasn't my fault. That was the airline's fault, but... uh I didn't want to. I didn't want to disappoint that caller who apparently really wanted me to come on. So I'm back. I appreciate that. It's been too long. Stop being such a stranger to us over here. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Fair enough. Fine. Whatever. Please go to whoarethese.com. Your email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to our Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, link to our Patreon supercast, featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month, and you can watch the show sounding fantastic live on YouTube or anytime thereafter. <laughs> Because I fixed my shit! Yeah! <laughs> this is the Golden Voice, Ted Williams, and you are listening to Carl Hamburger on WATP. And we'll be meeting Ted Williams this Friday. He'll be at the Magic Bag. We'll be in Detroit Thursday night hanging out. Friday night, we got the show. It's going to be a great time. I'm really looking forward to this trip. Yeah, it's going to be fun on a bun. Yes, it is. So uh, a lot of people are going to be there, and uh, we look forward to, to seeing everyone. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called Diary of a Psychic Medium. This was a suggestion from Doug. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show hosted by Amber Amhrain, and Amber's an interesting person. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so Carl, first of all, had I come on originally when I was scheduled, this would not have been on my radar. I had two more weeks, found this, and I am over the moon that I found this podcast. This nice. is this made me so happy just listening to this. There are people, a lot of times on your show, and it's nothing against your show, you find podcasts that sometimes are racist, sometimes are homophobic, sometimes are overly, weirdly feminist. And it makes me sad sometimes that these people are talking. I am happy that this woman is out there just spreading nonsense that doesn't seem harmful, honestly, to anyone. But it's insane. Like, this is the wackiest stuff, and she is so sincere. There were times listening to this where I thought, well, this is just a joke, right? Like, this is a... This is some comedy bit that she's been doing for 40-some episodes. She's so sincere, and it's adorable and kind of scary at the same time. Okay. I wasn't going to start here, but since you said yeah. that nope. she's not harming anyone, there's no harm well, being involved. Okay, wait. All right. Go if ahead. If she does have <laughs> listeners and an audience, these are very dumb people. I'd hate for someone to take advantage of dumb people. 
by selling them a bunch yeah. of bullshit. So I created a one-stop shop for all of your spiritually curious, psychic expansive self-care needs where you can build your own spiritual practice with guidance, tools, and a safe place to explore your curiosities and connect to your intuition. There's a ton of crash courses covering topics ranging from meeting your spirit guides to trans channeling to manifesting. You get distance Reiki healings for a wide range of needs, such as moving through discomfort or support stepping into a new chapter or even help calling in creativity. You think you're sold on this. Subscribers get 15% off all full price services. Sounds pretty good, A monthly actually. group Zoom hangout where the weird is Take our normal. Take my money. Yeah. There are exclusive channeling videos, expansive conversations, guided Zoom? meditation. Meditations, like, movement <laughs> meditations, weekly reflections, I, I intuitive practices, this podcast, <laughs> ad-free and as a video, and so much more. New content is uploaded every week, so there's constantly new stuff for you to learn from, digest, and various practices to keep you grounded in your body. And all of this, might I add is only seven dollars per month so if you're ready to align to your best self and show up as your inner being a priceless (laughs) investment in yourself you can head over to channelwithamber.com slash subscribe to give it a peek i'll see you over there needs to charge way more money for all of that right yes is it going to be too distracting carl if while i'm on the show i'm signing up for this no i think we all should be right now let's let's all get involved all right i was going to let you start things off because you have a, a bunch of clips here Sure. And uh, because you talked about yeah. not harming anyone, I wanted to point out that she is trying to take advantage of some really sick, mentally ill people who maybe don't are a little confused about what's no, going on. I, okay, bilking people out of their hard-earned money. I okay, that is yeah. she's guilty of that. I okay. guess. All right, but other than that, though, this is a lot of fun. And uh, where do you want to start? Maybe a clip that sums up the show for you. Uh, let oh yeah, let's go way down to my sums up the show clip. Um, it is just so this show. It's just a string of nonsense. And my mm-hmm. clip 20 really does sum it up because you could, I told you this in a text, you can drop the needle anywhere on this show and find absolute gold. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little confusing, but let's see what you have here. Oh, you <laughs> Sometimes I get a little <laughs> lost. On my YouTube, I channeled an uh, island called High Brazil. I said that it felt that there were other earth-like planets where you just are born and this weird thing there's something special about this planet that's a bit peculiar but that i felt the earth was almost like a battery pack for our universe what (laughs) bro what are you talking about man I want to talk about energy on this show. There's a lot of energy going on. A lot of talk about energy. And the episode I listened to, and I know you played sort of the the stinger of this episode, was about yeah. ETs. Yes. Never says extraterrestrials. Can't believe it. everything is ET this, ET that. And she talks to herself. She's sitting alone. Talks 45 minutes nonstop. Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe this. Like, and, and she's 40-some episodes into this, and she just drones on and on and just meanders. A lot of this isn't even about extraterrestrials. Like, she gets into play my number 21. Let's start here low. Okay. She starts talking about how much time and information is buried in the earth and how we're responsible. It's just nonsense. It's amazing. There's so much time that has been, uh, what's the word? 
just saved or that still resides in the land. And our job as humans is to be the librarians. We are here to make sense of it and to be of it. We are, we experience time in a very peculiar way that other ETs do not. You don't believe what you're actually saying, right? (laughs) So that's something that I picked up on from this woman, because I've heard a lot of these types of people, like Riley Martin on the Howard Stern show. Oh, God, A lot of the conversation reminded me of that, because he was abducted by aliens multiple times, and he knew all this stuff about alien life and would talk about it. But some people can sound intelligent while doing that, even though what they're saying is dumb. This woman is saying dumb things and sounds dumb. She sounds like such an idiot, but she looks and she would appear, Carl, I'm assuming you did some research, you've had some videos, or you saw some pictures of her. Oh, yeah. She looks like a normal human being. Like, this is Mm. not Riley Martin. I mean, sure, she has, like, piercings all over her face and her hair's colorful, but that's kind of it, to be totally honest. All right, again, I'm jumping the gun on here, Doug, but since you brought it up, uh, she actually does something that I was a little surprised about on her YouTube channel. She does um, Hello, my friends. makeup back. videos. If you are new here, my name is oh, Amber Amrine. Okay. I'm a psychic medium and Reiki master in Usui, Crystal, and Karuna Reiki. We're going to be doing another Get Ready With Me. I'm going to be doing my hair Love and it. my makeup. And we're going to talk about fairies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be doing her hair and her makeup. And we'll be talking about fairies. And I, Doug, I'm with you. And I'm like, is this a joke? And this is funny, right? right. It's not. Yeah. She's not, that's not what she's going for. So what I thought I would do, I didn't actually watch this video, of course. But I did oh, no. go ahead and, and okay. fly to the end. Because I want to see what she looks like after she's been transformed. After she's done her hair and her makeup. All right, everyone get a, a good look at where she's at right now. And then let's see where she gets to. If you're just listening, is that the same person? She looks exactly the same. (laughs) (laughs) Her hair looks terrible. That's incredible. (laughs) She just pulled it off. (laughs) Wow. That's some makeup tutorial right there. I didn't see that one. Let me show you how to mat your hair down. just got out of the rain look (laughs) (laughs) i honestly didn't see that coming because she's also a dancer she's a professional dancer i think she lives around vegas and she does like showgirl stuff so i assumed i assumed she'd look like a broadway cat at the end of that video i i didn't think that's what i was gonna say i didn't know that she is in california i looked at her website okay all right Uh, but she could be close to uh to vegas i don't know well i mean all right so they have shows out there let me introduce yeah, the episode that I listened to, she brings on a special guest, and she's going to introduce who her guest is. Rashad is my soul brother, uh, kind of like a twin flame, but it's not romantic. And there are three parts to our soul: uh, me, Rashad, and Peepo, who has also been on this podcast. So we come from the same soul. We are very much the same person. That doesn't make any sense, Rick. <laughs> All right, so she brings up this guy that she refers to as her soul brother. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, I hope he's not like a black guy because that would be, yeah. That would be I was weird. wondering, can you say his soul brother? Yeah, well, unfortunately, uh, let's have a listen to what Rashad has to say here. I learned from, I learned that I did have implants from you and another um, friend of mine who is a, actually, no, it's been a few people that have told me that I have implants. What are they? Where are they? Well, 
my first ones I learned about are in my ears. And I was like, why the hell are there implants in somebody's ears? <laughs> right. Um, but they are, they act as a certain kind of technology for being able to listen to extraterrestrials. Okay. <laughs> so Rashad here has been told by her that there's yeah. implants, technology implanted into his ears so that he could hear extraterrestrials. He seems very accepting of this. Well, what I think is funny is because he's going to talk about a lot of implants that he has going mm-hmm. on throughout the episode. But when you say something that sounds so outrageous like that, the thing that you probably shouldn't do is compare that to something that's made up in fantasy. Because <laughs> people are going to think like, wait a second, that sounds like it's maybe made up. You know, we learned that they are these little kind of antenna crystal things that stick up and out of my ears like an elf or uh, you know what I think about? I think about the guy Spock from. Uh, like, oh yeah, like kind of like pointy. I kind of think of him like that, but I don't know. Um, so they act more as antennas. Oh no, he brought up Spock. Yeah. <laughs> He's not selling it. Yeah, in no. case you guys think this is bullshit, it's just like that TV show about space travel. <laughs> Okay. Well. Oh my God. Hey, can I jump in here because Please. that leads into one of my clips? Because she talks about how sometimes when aliens do things to you, you don't remember it mm. because they have a way of erasing parts of your memory. Now, <laughs> I believe she saw a movie. <laughs> yep. And familiar with I this. Actually, in in clip nine, I kind of I helped everybody understand what the movie is at the end. If they don't want you to remember something, they kind of like wipe the memory or make that memory unavailable. But there's no reason for it to. It's very weird. It just feels like there's a very specific gap in the timeline that has just been erased. So yeah, much like uh, a lot of Alex Jones conspiracy theories, yeah. she saw a movie and is like, "Well, this must be what aliens are like. This is why I can't remember certain portions of abductions. How convenient able to put a flashy thing in front of my eyes well, and Doug, erase the memory." I will tell you that I actually have encountered an ET. Oh, okay. In my real life, and he wanted to call his home. He just kept <laughs> oh, telling me he? he wants to call his home. I'm like, "Well, I got uh-huh. Verizon. Is that gonna? I don't know. What is Tommy really like?" <laughs> He just wants to call us home all the time. Okay, here yeah, we've, all, we've all encountered an alien on your show before. That's true. Yeah, we're going to be catching one later on in the, in the uh, episode. Oh, you're on a streak. Uh, I haven't watched it. I am on a streak, but Kurt told me it's a doozy today. <laughs> Should okay. be a good one. Okay, so I know what you're wondering here. He has the implants in his ears that make it look like Spock ears that are antenna, so he can hear ET's talk. But how many implants does he have in his body? Let me tell you something. If I had alien technology implanted into my body, the one thing I would know is how many there were. How many do you have? Or how many have come up? Okay, let's see. I have felt at least one, two, three, four, five, six. I would say close to ten. Jeez. Are you rounding yeah. up or yeah, close to ten? Why is that a vague answer? How many implants do you have in your body? It's like, geez, I never thought to count before. That's the first thing I. Well, I'm know. getting some more next week, so I, I don't know. You, you want me to count those? How or? many fingers do you have? Oh, let's see. One. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be close to ten. I would imagine. I like her response of, "Geez, like geez. I did some bullshit at you. I didn't know you'd run with it to ten. Right. Oh no, these two are definitely on the same wavelength. 
throughout this episode. <laughs> there is no amount of bullshit either of them could spew that the other one wouldn't be like, oh, yeah. Oh, that makes sense, sure. There's like the competition <laughs> between the people with systems or whatever. Yeah, right. How many did uh... systems? Right. You have to be like, well, well, you know what? Yesterday I was an owl. Like, oh, oh yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was a ferret. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Everyone wins. <laughs> and that's the thing that's so fascinating about this is there are times where, of course, during this 45 minute, like at least there was a guest on with your episode, but she's just talking and just yeah. blathering on and on. Play my number 22, because for as much as she's just making stuff up, she has such a hard time sometimes making things up. She's trying to explain time. And with a lot of my clips, I cut out pauses and her kind of like correcting herself. Mm -hmm. I left this whole clip in because this is bananas just listening to her try and explain something. And by the way, fuck you for saying at least there was a guest. This Rashad character is (laughs) even more retarded than Amber, but okay. Here, time is very linear, you know, but that's not necessarily how time works. Time is more of like a map where it's uh, almost like a... uh, How do I explain this? I've had to explain... I always go through this when I try to explain this. Time is like a map. There are different areas that hold... Uh, or different ages that hold a specific type of experience. It's almost like different storybooks, you know, but they're all kind of connected and happening at once. I skipped around on her latest episode, and yeah. I don't, I, the impression I get is she does not know how her sentence is going to end. Oh, and she doesn't no. know what she's talking. She doesn't. She doesn't no. understand the concept of what she's trying to convey. So there's no way she's going to get it out correctly. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's like, do you understand what time is? Just the idea of saying, well, time's like a map. Let me get. And at the end, she's like, it's a storybook. Okay, so I have an example here where um, she's just retarded because Rashad's trying to explain something. I have a lot of examples of yeah, that. Yeah, Rashad ahead. can't explain anything. And so Amber tries to help. With the one in your arm, it almost feels like a. Um, it feels almost like stainless steel or some sort of material that's typically used for um in like hospitals that's where like bacteria like it's easier to clean it's more like sterile uh, mm. clean uh, you know yeah <laughs> it almost feels like there's a lot of fluid flushing out of your body i think they put in some weird stuff even into the body where they could almost like track liquids by putting in this weird like glowing mm thing and then they can just remove it from the body and it flushes out so there's a lot of like inserting and excreting of liquids you guys following this <laughs> and of course i don't have this clip but rashad responds to that going yeah it actually is glowing you're right <laughs> okay why not you know what when i said she's not harming people I, I i apologize to everyone who's listening because rashad should go to a doctor like if he literally has bumps and things that are in they're probably tumors like he should right. go get this checked yeah. out he's got crystal horns what the fuck <laughs> right. not just, you don't jump on a zoom call with her it's right. a bad idea before we move on i do want to get to your clips but this is um yeah, sure. Rashad here, he's like, okay, now, listen, he's going to explain the Empire sign. This might sound crazy, <laughs> but bear with us here. Now, I'm thinking, I'm looking at it from, you know, your listener's point of view, um, you know, and, and kind of coming to this podcast, like, well, he has all these implants. Why? You know, why would somebody, you know, because essentially what we're saying is I've been poked and prodded my entire life. 
Yeah. Right. So, and did we figure out why? Well, yes, we figured out why a lot of the answers, some of them are still kind of pending. Right. Um, but essentially, you know, we've had two different collectives now. So the ear implants, right. were from the mantis beings and all these other ones are, have stemmed from a lifetime of poking and prodding from the Arcturians. Oh, the Arcturians. Okay. Oh, that story checks out. <laughs> this is literally yeah. Riley Martin. And what I'm realizing here is that because he keeps going right, this is what we learned, right? She's feeding him all this bullshit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's yep. either pretending to believe it. I or... think they met at an improv class. <laughs> you think that's yeah, what it yeah. is? No, that I actually would not have a, be a surprise. I have a theory about these people on here. I think these people really want to be special. Mm-hmm. That that's their big thing in life. They're like, I'm not that special. There's all these other people that are kind of good at stuff, and I'm not good at anything. I want to be special. Um, you talk to aliens. That's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and no one can denounce it. Right. No, my friend Amber keeps telling me which aliens they talk to. I yeah. trust me. She's the expert. My ears feel kind of weird. I think there's probably implants in there. Yeah. That's why I can't Definitely. talk to. There's there's eight more on me somewhere near my crotch for some reason. <laughs> yeah. But uh, those are equally important. Yeah, the aliens don't want to talk to like Stephen Hawking or like someone who's intelligent. No, no, no. They no, want to no. talk to the dumbest people on earth. They used to say, "Take me to your leader," and now it's just like, "Take me to the nearest <laughs> podcaster." <laughs> All right, let's let's zoom in more on Amber here. What do you got for us, Doug? So I I brought up. Alex Jones. And if you you look at Alex Jones, you look at her, you would figure they really probably they probably don't line up politically, socially. They probably really wouldn't get along. But you fucking number... know all about this shit. <laughs> play my number 10 because they could talk about this together for hours. Typically, the ones that are watching, I've had this issue a lot with people that have uh, funky reptilians watching them they stare and it is the most uncomfortable thing and they are a pain in the ass to get rid of i uh the bad reptilians are probably my least favorite of all the beings those ones are so annoying isn't that also from a movie where the bad guys are reptilian? I'm sure. I'm sure it's just another episode of Star Trek or something <laughs> or, like yeah, that. Yeah, it could have just but, been an yeah. episode of Star Trek. No, there was like, it was called V or something. I remember it was on. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah when, I was visitors. A, when I was a kid. Yeah. And they're like uh-huh. reptilian. And they were, I think it was like bad. a mini series. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it. All right. Yeah. I'm sure she saw that. I'm digging sure she around saw some that. Old yep. VHS tapes or something like that. So she doesn't even she have also... a good imagination. She's just stealing all this shit. <laughs> She cool. talks about it. my number 11. She talks about how, first of all, she never explains why aliens would be doing anything to us. Like that was what I was waiting for is what's yeah. the purpose of this? What are they trying to find out? No, she never gets into this, but she talks about how they might make us uncomfortable. Well, I guess they're probing us, but honestly, give them a break. They're aliens. They don't get it. Because ETs are less emotional. They don't understand pain and discomfort they don't really have the capacity to be empathic because they just don't experience the vast array of emotions that we do so the same way that we may just take an animal there's a new animal we want to study it we may try to make it comfortable for them but we also don't know how they experience life so we don't necessarily know how to make it comfortable for them you know and sometimes it's like if you're on a time limit 
people will just take the animal and do what they need to and then drop it back off. It's very similar them with them for us, for them with us. What are you taking, stupid things? <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I'm following I that. I loved how she ended it with like, well, these aliens are on a time crunch. So if it hurts <laughs> when they're shoving that probe up there, it's because they're in a hurry. Give them a break. All right. I'm going to play this clip. It's a little bit of a longer clip, but I think I finally figured out because these two are talking to each other about all this crazy horse shit and I can't really follow a lot of it. And then I realized, oh, this chick's on LSD. That's what's going on here. This is just her describing her acid trip, I think. So I was thinking, at first I was thinking of this room being like, okay, you know, a being or something will come in this room. And then because of this, this room is tied to my projected consciousness or vision you know yeah, what I'm and that's how the <laughs> they're like you aren't supposed to be here uh-oh yeah so trying... now we into <laughs> something that's what I'm i trying... like to hear i'm trying to <laughs> i'm trying to hold it <laughs> trying to hold it my throat is kind of hurting my throat feels sore <laughs> trying to kick me out hold on no i'm coming with you i'm jumping in it's wrapped in this light. What is this? Whoa. So I tried to push out of this thing. I saw it wrapped in light and then I looked up and now I feel like I'm in a whole other place. It looks like the material is almost like the inside of your mouth. I would hate to be next to her at a fish oh. concert. <laughs> Whoa! The lights! Like, yes, I know. The lights. Great. <laughs> Pretend when you've she... done this before. <laughs> so did she go into whatever state she... What was what was happening during that? Like, I don't what, what know. is she doing? Okay. I don't I'm fucking know. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. I look for a video component of this. There isn't one. I don't know what she's talking about. I was hoping there'd be no follow-up questions. Okay, all right, okay. Hey, did she read any letters from listeners on yours? No, no, no. All right. So this is a regular thing. So my number 14, she reads a letter and this goes on forever, but this is just the beginning of the letter where a listener asks the most mundane question that should warrant like a reasonable answer. And of course, everything she responds with is it's aliens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I figured I would put in somebody else to give her an, this this letter writer an answer that actually makes way more sense every time i eat chipotle i ruin my underwear is that aliens yeah, no those are angels <laughs> hey dude so i have two little red bumps on my arm in the same spot and they don't seem to be healing or reducing redness you mentioned in a recent episode or video about ets leaving little marks from doing stuff is it possible that this could be from ets of course no don't be ridiculous <laughs> That, is that so... should be a response every time. But if you play number 15, she kind of skims through this letter. And at one point, it's like, blah, 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 da, 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 da. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And then she reveals very quickly what's actually happening, okay. kind of dismisses it, but then gets very distracted. Just getting back to that last clip real quick, yeah. though. Sure. Why would yeah. whatever aliens do not heal? Why would your body treat any type of abrasion differently? Jill? 
Don't know. She also at one point says, <laughs> "Sorry, now sometimes, I was asking dumb questions." No, no, no. But she'll say things like, "Well, there'll be rashes, but a lot of times they don't look like normal rashes. There's patterns, but sometimes they can just look like regular rashes." I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's, just, it's everything and, and always <laughs> everything yeah. All right, yeah, is okay. aliens. Okay. They did say down below that there is a spider in the room. So I thought it was that, but the formation slash pattern of it doesn't seem like a normal bug bite. And also they have like scabbed over, which I feel like has not happened with bug bites or mosquito bites before. So I bring up the spider point because I personally have come to associate spiders with energy. I really love spiders and I now associate them with almost the concept of the way, sorry, their web, weaving their own story, weaving our life, (laughs) weaving our path. So wait, are spiders a metaphor now? What just happened? I don't know. She's trying to answer this letter and just the word spider takes her in a completely different direction. (laughs) All right, let's let me bring this up real quick. Did you check out her website at all? I did. Yes, yeah, of okay. course I did. <laughs> so on her website, she has my story, and of course, all of this begins with her childhood, which oh, you yeah. would expect. You know, from as far back as I can remember, I've had awareness of what lie beyond this realm. Coming from a family with all the sixth sense, it was normal to interact with the energy beings that surrounded us. And then she talks about. There's a, there was a poltergeist and it's like all like little kid shit, which again is a movie. It's all this like little kid shit. And then she never grew out of it because yeah. her story starts when she's a child. And then the next part is when she's 16. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then finally it's just like, and now I'm a fucking retard of the dog. Guys, dear Amber, who would win in a fight? E.T. or poltergeist? <laughs> and then the whole, on the whole page, I just wanted to point this out because I, I think that she's making a mistake here. My gifts allow me to connect various high-frequency beings, loved ones who have passed, past lives, parallel realities, communicate with animals and nature, and provide deep, full-body healings. So, Also, I'm a dancer. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like you got to kind of pick your groove yeah. in this kind of thing. You don't want to be like that Korean barbecue place that also offers like, <laughs> yeah, we got every style of food. Like, oh, I don't know that your ET stuff is going to be all that great if you're talking to fairies every day, too. <laughs> Ghosts, fairies, loved ones, angels. How do you believe in angels? With all right, I don't, I don't want to get it's to It's incredible. And Chris, Chris, you made a great joke about E.T. versus Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. If you wrote that into her, she'd do a whole show about it. She'd take that so seriously. All right, let's do it. Let's I, I'm going to write to her. She would love that. Uh, if you play my number 17, uh, she talks about sensitive skin and doesn't know what sensitive skin is. <laughs> Sometimes, like, I think in the past, if I've had uh, little pinpricks, I either didn't have, I have very sensitive skin. So there was, like, no bumps, no irritation, nothing. It was just, like, a clean dot. That's not what sensitive (laughs) skin means. (laughs) My skin is so sensitive, I can bathe in poison ivy. Nothing. No reaction (laughs) whatsoever. (laughs) Everything is like the the heel of my foot. It's very sensitive. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's not true at all. Uh, I don't. Do you have a lot of other clips, or do you have anything I have some. else? Sure, okay. yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about because obviously our friend Rashad has these implants. The mm-hmm. purpose of these implants is for transmitting information. Yeah, you just have to be able to. 
you just have to be able to translate what's coming in or almost like tune it to the right frequency. I do feel like that is not something, well, take your time. (laughs) I'm, I'm getting collect your thoughts. There's a, a slight hint of um, <laughs> something doesn't feel totally truthful. And it was coming from this place of, I think they just, by them saying like, oh, they can't, their hands are tied. It like makes you feel like you have to, because I think if they just do it in like, you know, whatever, there are... <laughs> Dumb it like down for me. <laughs> things, tools, realizations, whatever, on the path that you would not get. Could they just download that information into you? Yes. We're Talk about retarded. <laughs> Talk about retarded. I think that if you use the word whatever twice in the same sentence, yeah. you should abandon that sentence. Yeah, you might be full of shit. Yeah, it's not happening yeah. for you. I want to point out my buddy Jody B from Po Boys Podcast. When we were reading your website, he wrote uh, in the Discord, she's the cheesecake factory of weirdos. <laughs> it's just too many things. I got it all. Yeah, I know. Like if I if I went to her for a psychic reading or something, I think I'd be staring at the menu for a good twenty five minutes. Yeah. Just like at the Cheesecake Factory right. or, you know, yeah. a dispensary. Oh, I didn't know you had angels here. It's overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I came in here for a sloppy face fuck, but I didn't realize I could talk to loved ones. <laughs> it's a callback. All right. So they always have reasons why people can't grasp these concepts. Um, I feel like because this is an E.T. thing normal human logic isn't going to activate them oh that normal human logic oh that's (laughs) also convenient yeah Yeah. all you fucking normies out there would not get it stupid stupid logic unsubscribe from my podcast please (laughs) any any person who starts to send this with i feel like is giving you bullshit is feeding you nothing but bs (laughs) I just feel like this show isn't very good. <laughs> this is all bullshit. And if the reptilians, no, not reptilians, the evil reptilians yes. weren't enough, play my number 13. She talks about another alien species. And oh. being probed can be, uh, it can be scary because sometimes the beings are just scary. I, I'm just looking at the title of this and I already have a follow-up <laughs> clip for after we play this one. Okay. There's still will be moments of discomfort just because their energy is so fucking strong, especially when you have a lot of them. They're really tall, like these 20-foot, huge-ass praying mantis <laughs> bugs, you know? Yeah. 20 you foot. Know? Is that like in Spinal Tap, which he confuses feet and inches? <laughs> 20-foot <laughs> praying mantis? Oh, I love All right, so, so here's um, here's my our buddy, Rashad. Mm-hmm. Talking about uh, Rashad catches himself a few times on the show. He's like, hold on a second. If, if people are just tuning in for the first time, maybe I need to give you a little <laughs> backgrounder as to what's going on. And so for people who don't know, Ekricon is a mantis friend that I have made. <laughs> he's, he's friends with Apricon, who is a, a 20-foot mantis. They're buds. That's incredible. I wonder, what do you guys have in common? What do you talk about? Does he like baseball? It's, what's this mantis up to? I don't even know. Oh, this is a fun question right here. Yeah. Do you call the ETs? 
or do they contact you? Because I always want to know who initiates this conversation, right? Did you call in Ekricon the Mantis during this, during this, you know, while we're doing this, or did they just show up? <laughs> Or was it all just tied into my energy and they're just aware of everything that happens now? Did they ring the doorbell? Um, typically, the, usually, not always, but usually the route I go is I tune into the energy of the situation itself and mm-hmm. or the solution to a situation rather. And any mm-hmm. energies that <laughs> are encompassed in that bubble are what starts sending me things. Okay. That's retarded. <laughs> All right. No, no further question. That's fine. Yeah, it sounds like okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, clearly you don't know. <laughs> that works. <laughs> clearly you don't know, but also he is in. Like he's in it, and she's fuck this guy's brain. Like yeah. you know, he wasn't looking for alien. Well, he did come to her, right? Right. Yes. So he must have been seeking this out. Like this is a success story in her book. I wonder if she's if he's on her <laughs> website. I didn't even look because there is a testimonials page. Oh god! I wonder if we're shot. It's gotta just be. Oh, him. I thought they said mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marin, Lily, Ivory, Morgan, Anonymous. Oh, that's always that's good. all about UTIs. Pam, Oof. Christine. UTIs, really? Yeah. UTIs. Go back to the anonymous Julie, one. <laughs> Ariana, Marco, <laughs> aliens LP. did it. Wow, she's got a lot of fucking dumb, dumb clients. Yeah, but those are all Earthlings. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I want to see, see uh, something written by a mantis. I had been in and out of the hospital due to allergy and UTI complications, along with me recently having trouble breathing. What's George Floyd? All right, I, we don't have to read the website all day. Let's get back to clips. Nope. Hey, uh, play my number 26, because near the end of the show, she remembers that she's been talking about ETs, even though she's gone off on crazy tangents, which I might get back to. I don't know. And she actually gives some really, really good advice. If you find yourself in a situation where you are having some sort of weird markings on your body or just memory gaps or whatever it is, I would... State aloud, you know, only beings of light and love or only beings for my highest good are allowed in my space and are allowed to work with me or allowed in any proximity of my energy. Everything else is banned and must sleep immediately. Repeat that multiple times. Just state aloud, like whoever mm, interacted with me, don't do XYZ again. Don't make me feel like I just woke up groggy. Don't have me have uh, like lost time. Don't even just don't take my body or do something to my body while I'm sleeping. Let me get to know you first. And then we can go there, you know, <laughs> is she getting date raped by these ETs? Yeah. It's, that, that is how this conversation turns toward the end. I still have more clips about this, but I, I love how receptive these 20 foot mantises would be like, oh, hey, listen, my bad. We'll go fucking yeah. pro bill next time. It's not a big deal. I meant no disrespect. <laughs> my next clip. Yeah. Basically, no means no, kind of. Which is, she gets into some crazy victim blaming, and I don't think she'd be cool with it. Oh, I do enjoy that. If there is no change in behavior, it's probably a heavier ET that is um, really trying to push the free will. So you almost have to, like, 
what has worked with me is I, and this is a little bit intense, but with ET, sometimes you do have to be intense to make it get, get, get the message across. If you say like, don't do this, but there's a part of you that's like, Oh, but what if they do? You know, then it's like, okay, it's unless they are very respectful of people, they're just going to be like, you're giving me mixed signals. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I I think I'm being too respectful by trying to figure out what the fuck she's talking about. Well, I I think it's what she's saying is bully the bully. You're going to wear short shorts out to the bar. Uh (laughs) You're asking for it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. No means no, unless you're thinking, well, maybe they're not going to listen to me if I say no. Is is that spelled with an E? Praying? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm not even sure now. Sure, yes. Good one. Thanks. (laughs) That was a real thicker joke, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) You put on your thicket cap for that one. And Kurtz goes, good one. (laughs) If you want to play my number uh, 28, that wraps up this whole uh, sort of conversation on this is really like what she gets into. And it's a real like bite them on the alien dick, like really get angry if they're not respecting your boundaries. You have to be very firm and really feel it with all your soul. And for me personally, sometimes that requires me to go into like a rage or angry state. If I am angry, every piece of my body is online and I am demanding with every little sprinkle of my soul what I'm saying. So sometimes if you have to just hype yourself up to be like, stop doing this, you know, like really just be aggressive and like feel it in your body, do whatever you have to do. Um, and that should stop it. You stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt! <laughs> I love how she's talking about rage in the least rage film yeah. yeah. possible. <laughs> Every piece of my sprinkling body. <laughs> oh, this one is dumb. Oh. Uh. It was so much fun. I, I, I really had fun listening to how stupid this was. All right. I think we get the point. Is yeah. there anything else you want to play to wrap things up or uh, anything no, else you want to just cover here? Play the ending. Play my, my last clip here mm-hmm. because she ends the show. Like she speaks with such crazy confidence sometimes throughout this podcast. And again, just talks, talks and talks. She doesn't know how to end this. It's it's the limpest dick ending <laughs> I've ever heard to a podcast. Um. I'm not sure what else to discuss. I think I've pretty much, I've talked about many things, uh, but I think the biggest takeaway is if there's an energy in your home, talk to it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think that's all I've got to say about that. Don't be afraid. You are supported. Reach out if you need anything. Sending you love, my friends. Thanks for listening. I'll see you soon. Yeah, so that episode is all about if uh, ETs live in your home with you, which is something I told my realtor I did not want to have. Yeah. No, no. Specifically no. said that. I check out the Airbnb listing. I'm like, are there any spirits or aliens there? No, okay, good. I'm not yeah. fucking. I understand not chipping it's kind in. of tough sometimes. Aliens living. I love how she starts and, and says, like, I'll just find out if they're in your home. What? Well, Sometimes your little sister will put them with her dolls, and maybe you can't tell that it's there when you're at work. It might drink beer out of your fridge or whatever, but you should be able to find an ET if it's just hanging out in your house somewhere. Well, unless they erase your fucking memory every time. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I thought I had a drinking problem, but what really is happening here is this fucking ET I live with erases my memory every night. Yeah. 
Yeah, football season's about to start. I was talking to my buddy the other day, and I was trying to remember a Steelers linebacker from the 90s, and I couldn't assume it was because I'm a man in my mid-40s. No, turns out aliens. Aliens, yeah. No, you didn't even see that game. Fuck, thought I enjoyed that one. Damn it. All right, Doug, are you ready for our... Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. Because we're going to start with a show I was watching last night, and that would be uh, my buddies Vito and Dick over on The Biggest Problem in the Universe. And uh, they started talking about um, the political system. And I love what Dick likes to do. When he, he realizes that someone doesn't know what they're talking about, he likes to probe a little bit, but in a, in a very uh, fun manner. And we're going to find out term limits. Now, I think this is a big uh, issue in America, personally. Congress gets in there for two years. And so immediately they're in there. They have to raise money for the next election. Now the Senate... They get in there for six years. They have more time. They don't have to be uh, worried about running for office all the time. Let's see mm-hmm. how Vito understands uh, part of the government. Two or six? Which one? I feel like I'm training my dog. Well, with left, Senate right. would be two then. And how? Congress and the Congress six. has how many? Six years. You nailed it. You nailed it. You nailed all right. It. So I got it backwards. So it is two-year terms in the Senate. Senate. Yeah. So that's what I got wrong. Uh, then women's dating. And-, <laughs> and Dick just left it go. It just leaves it out there for everyone to see, which, which is perfect for him. I love that. Also, oh. since we're talking about cringe of the week, my buddy Missy B sent me a note. Actually, not just a note, but a video clip. We did a show a while back called Almost Adulting. And uh, Missy's like, you know what? You might want to revisit this show. This was the clip that they posted on uh, the social medias to get everyone excited. What's a random thought that you had recently? Why is the butthole so close to the vagina? How did you realize that? Yeah, I was looking at my own vagina. You were sitting in front of the mirror like this. I study it. In front of the mirror? Oh, yeah. Close up. And then you open up your butt cheek. And then I'm like, is my butthole normal? Yeah. What does a normal butthole look like? But what I don't want to do is Google buttholes Yeah. (laughs) to like compare Mm-hmm. I don't want to see a bunch of buttholes. So I just am left to this day to not know if I have a normal looking butthole or not. Who doesn't want to Google oh, buttholes? My. Yeah, I know. Uh, but what's she, what's she afraid of? I don't know. What is she worried about there? <laughs> so Missy B says the show has gotten even worse if that's possible. Um, but all right. Well, that, that's what, always fun. What, yeah. What, what, what does a weird butthole look like? I'm very confused now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm also confused about that. I mean, don't, don't that. Google weird buttholes either. So. <laughs> yeah, it's probably... Normal buttholes. That's probably the, the biggest problem. So I mentioned this, but I keep forgetting to mention it in the show proper. Mm. I usually do it after the show ends and then the show keeps going. But I want to get another song parody contest going. And we thought... I can't remember whose idea this was. But have we done one where I'm the focus on it? I mean, we've done Opie. We've done Patrick Michael. We've done Stuttering John, of course. Mm-hmm. But have we done a Carl song parody contest? I don't think we have. And I'd love for some people to put some songs together before Detroit. We got the live show coming up next weekend. It'd be great to have some songs. Mr. Magenta is coming in with a song. And he said, now, Carl, I have a feeling there's going to be a bunch of tunes that uh, maybe hurt your feelings a little bit, maybe are mean to you. So he said, I'm going to put together a positive self-esteem raising song for you to kick things off. I do appreciate that. Thank you, Mr. Magenta. Carl. Make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now. The Carl. I'm making it happen now. Stand up now. Come on and shout. Hey, 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 h
hamburger, 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 hamburger. Carl, make me wanna shout. <laughs> So, because of the creep bop, I had to listen to that Bill song for two hours straight, and I started singing along with it. I think that's where he got that audio from. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's what inspired that uh, that song from Mr. Magenta. Good job, buddy. I feel a lot better about myself already. Sifting through hundreds of episodes of WATP to find you (laughs) singing in one of the no, that was a thing I did on uh, on the YouTube. Uh, Mike David Redbar was recently talking about the falling out between Kevin Brennan and Patrick Melton, which I thought was interesting. He was talking about the AC meetup and how pathetic it was, as Red Bar likes to do. And uh, it reminded me that Joseph sent me in a Red Bar mention from uh, not that long ago. His wife, Jules, I believe is her name, uh, brings this up here. I think she's a little confused, but still, I appreciate it. Instead of Louis C.K. marketing his movie like any other movie, he has to go to on Skeptic Tank, Tuesdays with Stories, who Trash Tuesdays. Podcasts? Who are these podcasts? I mean, the lowest of the low New York bottom of the barrel podcast trash. <laughs> so Louis C.K. <laughs> has to come on my show to promote his movie. Twist my arm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And while you're shame. here, listen to what Sorry John said last night. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Doug, I know that you, uh, you're not feeling well, so if you want to, uh, bail out on the rest of the episode, you can. Is it, is it bad for me to ask what we're going to be doing? No. (laughs) That's terrible. No, not at all. (laughs) Let me tell you the segments we have coming up next, (laughs) because I don't tease what's coming up next enough around here, to be honest with you. Primetime Alex Stein, my buddy Alex Stein. Got uh-huh. Chad Zumach on his show in studio Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Doug, huh? And um, oh, I might have had a hand. Jesus. I might have had a hand in some of this because oh. Alex reached out to me and I helped him out with some things for this interview. He did a fucking masterful job. And then after that, Sundry John put out an episode on Thursday as well that he has since taken down. And I'm going to tell you right now, it is easily top ten most epic disasters of a show John has ever done, which is saying something. It might be right. top five. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll stick around. I'll stick okay, around. all right. Both those things sound good to you. You know what? I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll suffer through the first segment to get to the second. All right. Well, we haven't hit this one in a second, but... Uh... It's time to mock Zumok. All right, starts with uh, introducing Chad. Oh, Chad's in Dallas. He's on the set. Alex Stein, he's got a pretty crazy show. I've been on it before. You know him as the Mud Shark, and I know him as Chad Zumick. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Chad, what? Okay. I'm a G on a flea. He's a G on a flea. So, guys, we're with a legendary. Shut up, Bridget. We're on a live show. What's great here is that he. Calls him out as the mud shark immediately and then does the Chad Zumick thing, which is what Kevin Brennan likes to call him. So this is how he introduces his guests by goofing out of immediately. So we're off to a good start. Yeah. I would have to say. Chad Zumach. That's yes. the only thing you can do, honestly. So what, has... you got to treat the guy with respect? No. Yeah. Well, this is what Alex does masterfully. Is he goes back and forth between treating with respect and then calling him out to his face. So it keeps okay. Chad engaged in the conversation. He's there the whole show. Yeah. And I would imagine if he just did some of the things that he does over and over again, Chad would probably get up and leave. But um, he, he does talk about Chad's rap sheet quite a bit. And he brings out this woman who pretends to be uh, a woman who's in and out of prison. And uh, Alex is her pimp or something because Alex is the pimp on a blimp. 
And I do that. Chad, have you ever spent any time in prison? No. 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 I, I, was three, oh. I did three days in jail. Yeah. And it wasn't a good time. Was not fun. Uh, but you know what? You live, you learn, you move forward, right? You just keep fighting. Like Rocky says, you keep punching. He's got Chad <laughs> off balance immediately. You ever spend any time in prison? Is it, uh, I, I'm, a, I'm doing a, a comedy shows this weekend in Dallas. I'm here to promote my shows. Like, immediately he's got him off balance, which is great. This feels like prison. <laughs> yeah. I was like that famous Rocky line, you keep punching. Yeah. We all know that, we right? Know that one. With your fists. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Rocky always says, I am what I am. <laughs> so after that, he made Chad eat a bug. I'm not even joking. <laughs> they all ate bugs, but Chad put a giant bug in his mouth and then spit it out. That's kind of gross. I'm not going to show you that. But uh, they are taking super chats. Throughout the episode. Hey, I, can, um, do you want me to read the super chat? Yes, read every. What did I say before the show? I said read every single super chat. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Okay, Alex, some. Oh gosh, Alex, some Blaze staff are wondering why their lockers are broken, their credit cards are missing. Any Shut ideas? Shut up! No credit card is oh, missing. Oh, and then Chad, another one take... said I got some Texas barbecue for you. Texas Tac Talk. Oh, we like Texas Tac Talk. They're good. Uh, we like Texas Tac Talk. Okay. Thanks for the super I'm, chat. A little confused, but okay. I know. We're going to get some weird confusion. Chad is a legend. See, Chad, I was trying to explain to Jimmy who you are, and it's kind of hard because Jimmy Googles you, right? Jimmy? No, no, no. But listen, when we Google you, you've opened for every single comedian. There's cl- All right, so that's where he starts to go into, like, kissing his ass and, like, oh, my gosh, you, you work with all these great comics after the credit card joke. He's got to try to bring him back again. No, we're, we're cool. <laughs> yeah. right? Everything's good here, you know? Chad, you've had so many jobs that you've been fired from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Does that set look intentionally like the deck of the Starship Enterprise? Yeah, so he's a pimp on a blimp. And so oh, that it's set a blimp. is he's okay, in got a blimp. It. Okay. And, and, and the it. background's actually right. moving and stuff. It's it's pretty fancy. It looks like he's doing well for himself. Yeah, but Over where's there. the wood paneling? Where's the heart? <laughs> right, exactly. Come on. Where's the John posters? Dude, this... This behind me right here is the background of the Dabbleverse. I went on YouTube the other day, and I swear to God, there were three videos queued up for me that were all people, not me, who have probably never even been here before, with this as their background. (laughs) So say what you will about the wood paneling, but it works. All right. So apparently, um, Chad hates everyone. And we want to get that but Chad, seriously, you caused me a lot of problems because I, I, I like you. I consider you a friend. But Kevin, you now you're finding Kevin, Chrissy, and Frank, who I'm friends with. Sure. Why do you hate Chrissy and Frank so much? I, I think they're off the radar right now. I think they just came at me during. Chrissy's blowing up right during, now. She's not blowing up. She's just on, on Adam Carolla's show. Was she? Uh, well, I, I, you probably get more viewers than Adam Carolla at this I point. I don't know about that. Adam Carolla is one of the bigger podcasts. But, but my point is, is like, Chad, I get the, like, kind of fighter, fighter's mentality that you have. Like, somebody punches you, you got to punch back. Yeah. I, I get that. I feel like the same way. But you catch all this collateral damage. And then you like, you're, you're becoming Kevin because you're burning these bridges. But also, Alex, people like a pile-on. People like jumping on to a scene. They see something. And that's what was happening with me. So I did have to fight back. And I, listen, I don't know Chrissy. I've never met Chrissy in person. You've never even met Chrissy? No clue. And you talk so much shit about her, dude. I mean, and I did it because of Kevin. Fucking Chad. I did it because Kevin was making fun of her. And I look up to Kevin, so then I have to make fun of her, too. And pile-on. Oh, but I don't like pile-on. Ah, uh, whoops. <sighs> Look how uncomfortable he looks, too. He's, oh. he's sitting up in his chair. His hat's pulled down. He now has his hood up. 
over top of his hat. Yeah, he's dressed like, like he looks shit. so uncomfortable. He's wearing a hoodie and a ball cap. Of course, Elk yeah. Stein is dressed like he is the host of a show. And Chad just looks like he, they brought him off off the yeah. street and he didn't know he was going to be on the show. And there was a video Alex was showing beforehand and afterwards. They were out to eat together. So there's all this behind-the-scenes stuff with Chad. Like, they do it upright. He actually does makeup and hair for all the guests to come on. So Chad's sitting there getting all done up, getting ready for the show. And he dresses like a slob for it. (laughs) So I just thought that was... um, It's just an interesting look into what's going on with Chad, who he's fighting with everyone... And he acts like he has no choice, but then it turns out like he started it with Chrissy. I never even knew that he didn't meet Chrissy. Yeah, that's, that's they've that's never even met of, before. Isn't that that's funny? Kind of surprising. I know. That, that's what I was like. Wait, what? You've never even met her. You've talked so much shit about her. What do you mean by that? So, and that's the other thing too is that Chad thinks that no one's got anything going on because he yeah. has nothing going on. She's like, Chrissy, she's got nothing going on. She was just on Adam Carolla. Oh, is that a big show? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. I would love to get on Adam Carolla's show. Yes. That's a pretty big one for sure. Let's give, let's give me some props, can we? I mean, that's really what we're here for, the right? trilogy. Because really, this, dude, Chad, I work my butt off. I do like all these stupid viral videos where I go and, and, and confront Brittany Griner or Storm Bar. I've seen them. But I'm saying the only crap that gets clicks is drama. Yeah. Only crap. It's me talking shit about you, Carl talking shit about who. I'm just saying that's what works. That's why Carl has such a successful podcast. People want people to lampoon people. I mean, it's weird. So it's like, I feel like for me, I'm not trying to give you advice by any means. I'm listening. You're successful. You're doing well. well. I'm not that, I mean, I'm doing okay. But what I'm saying is when these people lampoon you and then they make you jump off sides, it's like Tom Brady, like hut, hut, hut. They're trying to get you to draw off sides. And then when you go off sides, you're kind of letting them win. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I don't know. There's no, like, it's not a script. We're not yeah, following it. We're, it's not a script. It's imp- where are we going? I don't know. What, tomorrow might be another day. So I. <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow might be another day. I think I typed that in the chat. I'm like, what? <laughs> it might be. I don't also, know. he started and didn't finish five different sentences. I know. I have no idea what he's trying to say. <laughs> and what Alex was saying is that you're being manipulated. Yeah. And yeah. Chad can't even see that and go, yeah, you know what? I shouldn't just react to every fucking thing. John should also see that and go, oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't just react to everything that comes my way. Well, we hope he doesn't change. Right. No, well, no, 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 no. Starting the show by watching him cry was amazing. <laughs> so We hopped on like five minutes before the show started, oh. producer Chris and myself. And someone said, you got to see what John's doing right now. So I flip over and we just started sniping it before the show even started. And he's crying. But not... <laughs> You know, he did this tribute to Sam Kinison that I'm going to get into. And oh. there's like some oh. tears because his friend had passed away. And, and he's such a great comic. And what a loss for the world to lose Sam Kinison. He's getting teared up. This was just like a, oh, you guys all suck. <laughs> You're mean to me. <laughs> and I just wanted to do my comedy show in front of a sold out crowd. And, me. and he brought up his kids. <laughs> of course. Brought up his fucking kids again. Holy shit. It's so funny. So. Alex Stein does an amazing job. He comes prepared. He's got a lot of shit to go over with um, Chad, including deleted tweets. I love because Chad <laughs> tweets all the time and then deletes it. 
because he thinks twice about it. Like he's just gonna stop. Uh, like some of the heat. So so we have some clips and we got some. We're gonna talk about three deleted tweets. Uh, okay, this is the first deleted tweet. I don't know if you have it up. Number five, Chad, you're going after all my friends. You went after Revenge of the Sis. What did you go after them for? You said that that's not a fun hang. What the hell, Chad? You go after everybody for. Oh, no. Why why is Royce and Merch catching strays? Are they still around? Yes, they have a huge podcast. Their podcast is doing very well. Jeff. They're really not even on my radar. I know. That's why. And I, I met this Royce guy in Orlando. And he's really nice. And he's really. He was very nice. So that's what I'm saying. I'm, this is why I bring that up. I'm like. Yeah. That's why he's telling you this. Yeah, why are you going after these guys? How does that help you in any way? Chad has brought up his fucking radar so many times. Dude, your radar's broken. All right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. And just the idea, responding to a tweet that you sent, who knows how long ago, these guys are still around. That has nothing to do with what you're discussing. Right. I've also met Royce, and he is a very sweet guy. So it's like one of these things where you're just like, they, they all live in Tampa. I don't know why Chad wouldn't want to be teaming up with these guys, but instead he just acts like, oh, they don't even have anything going on, right? No, they do. <laughs> They're doing very well. <laughs> Wrong again, Chad. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, all right. So now we're talking about Chad going after Anthony Cumia, and they play a clip of Anthony on his show reading a text he got from Chad the night before, like 1 a.m. That was like, fuck you. You suck. You wouldn't be anything without Opie. I dare you to read this on your show. So uh, he reads it. He goes, there. I read it on my show, Chad. <laughs> so Alex Steinzel point is like, why are you going after Anthony Cumia? How is that going to fucking help you? Be the cash. Uh, but on a serious note, though, you're going after Anthony, and I know you respect Anthony. Yeah, I do. And, I, and I've, I, before Chrissy and everybody turned on me, we, I'd go on a show and he loved me. He lo- Go back. Watch Compound Media. He, he had me on the whole show. We're laughing our asses off. We go out drinking afterwards. <laughs> so it's just disheartening. You meet, don't meet your heroes. Off. That's why I didn't want to meet Alex Stein. Yeah. Don't meet your heroes. That's his takeaway. Don't meet your heroes. He, had nothing, he did nothing wrong. Don't meet your heroes. I've met Anthony. We've hung out multiple times. It's been a delight (laughs) every time. So I think it's more on you than it is on Anthony on this one. I could be wrong about that. Boy, we you haven't talked about him in so long. I know. I was actually listening to your to your most recent episode, wondering whatever happened to him. Because the only reason I know of him is through your show, and you kind of were like, "Ah, I think we're done with this guy. Yeah. So I assumed everyone's done with this guy. Well, yeah, he got boring. No one cares about what he's doing anymore. And then uh, Alex Stein's just like, hey, I got Zuma coming on next week. Yeah. And uh, what should I ask him? And I'm like, well, you got to find out (laughs) the real story about getting punched in the eye. And so, thankfully, he did ask him. Because Chad has made up two different stories about having the black eye. And neither one was real. They were both ridiculous fabrications. And I said, can we please just get a fucking real answer on what happened here? A little fast. <laughs> My mom Did you ever get punched in the eye and they yelled Kumia's country? Yeah, so that we had uh, that. Talk a about super that. chat just happened saying that MLC what? with KB, Chad, and Bob was the best MLC. Especially, that was the best MLC. Especially when Chad got a black eye in Kumia country, mm-hmm. allegedly. Chad, what the hell happened? Just admit it right now. You're at the blaze. You're in Glenn Beck's house. What happened that night? I got punched in the eye by a guy, a drunk guy. That's what happened. Nobody cares except we five people. We do care. We do care. So the truth came out. Chad got in an argument with some random guy and he got punched. I love the story. Boom. Okay, guys, that's we do hard-hitting journalism here. So hard. So <laughs> I'm a little annoyed with that one. I know Alex is not trying to go too into Chad on this. He's trying to keep him sure. on the show. But why? 
was his face covered in grease. Where did the yeah. oil come from? He just got into a fight yep. with a guy, got a single punch in the eye, and then he's greasy five hours later? Still, it's, He's still not explaining what's going on here. No. I, no, I I was on, I was a guest for that episode, Carl. Yes. When, when that video first came up, right. it was the craziest thing I had ever seen. And we had a zillion questions. And getting punched in the face by a drunk guy may have answered one of those. <laughs> well, right. Yes. I, that I can almost believe, although I still think because there was uh, nothing else on his face except for the still black not, yeah, eye. I'm still not sure. Right. I still think that, like oil or a piece of metal or something got into his eye. I don't know. <laughs> piece of metal. Seriously. Well, when he was really, working in a machine shop late at night. I think no, he was stealing a catalytic yeah, converter. I think he might have been stealing a catalytic converter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, uh, I don't know. I mean, that's <laughs> that's obviously crazy, but uh, it's just weird to me that the injury doesn't match up with a guy who got into a fight. Not really. You know, especially the way it was first black and blue and just the way that it morphed over time. It didn't seem much. Well, sure. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Missy B says it's cool to date your heroes too. Yes, I'm sure it is. Can't wait for you guys to break out so I can make my move. <laughs> All right. So um, let's get uh, a detailed report here. This is why I think you guys would be a match made in heaven. Now what I have is... You said he was a convicted felon. Yes, I have a detailed report of some of Chad's transgressions. He's not... He's not convicted, but he has been arrested. Chad, how many times did you guess... You've been arrested on this. It's all traffic. Most of it's traffic. Not all of it is traffic, Chad. Some of this. It's not that interesting. It's not. It's not that interesting. But what is this? Sam Cam can't even see you. What are you trying to do with this? All right. What they have are a, you doing with a this? A string with right, credit cards on the end of it. It's into nice. a trap. And so you put a credit card <laughs> on a string like that? Oh. Yes. Chad. Zing. Chad, what a dumbass. Do you want the card, though? No, it's good. Do you want the card? I'm glad you're pandering to 200 people. See, and I'm glad that you said that, uh, Doug, when you first started the segment. Chad thinks he's famous outside of the Dabbleverse, and he's kind of not. Mm. Oh, this no, is what no. Chad is known for, stealing credit cards, making up the Kumia Country story. This, and it's sad for Chad because he's sitting there going, I got booked to be on the show and promoting these comedy gigs, and this is what we're talking about. Like, yeah. That's the only reason why you're interested. That's Chad. why you're here. That's the only reason why anyone wants to talk to you. It's to goof on you. The credit card on the string thing. Holy shit! I didn't see that coming. <laughs> that was fantastic. So, so he thinks he's famous for Walmart jokes or something? Like, wh- why would he think anyone knows who he is? Because Doug, he was on an afternoon drive show in Cleveland back in 2009. <laughs> oh, yeah, <I> <laughs> Duh. <laughs> He was the third oh, bike on an afternoon uh, drive okay. show no, you're in a right, single market. Right. No. <laughs> That's what everyone knows him for. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's pretty funny. So that piece of paper that Alex pulled out that had uh, the detailed report of all of his rap sheet, that was the spreadsheet that I created when I went on Kevin's show. <laughs> and I sent that over to Alex before the show. Like, yeah, yeah I got this for you, buddy. No, no problem. So when he says, oh, it's mostly uh, traffic or, or that type of thing. No, that entire yeah. sheet is all crimes. <laughs> None of that is traffic violations at all. Yeah. I, I left all of that out. Stealing a car is not a traffic violation. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. So I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but there is something going on uh, on Chad's lower lip. The only lip that he has. <laughs> it looks like a cold sore or something. So uh, the question oh, does come Jesus in. Christ. Jimmy, what the heck? What are the Super Chats saying? What's up with Chad's lip? Is it herpes? What the fuck? 
fuck, Jimmy? You asked me that what the super me. chat said. That's what the last super chat said. My lip. I think his lip is okay. Oh, yeah. His so, lips are fine. So you guys are probably going to get laid tonight. I got herpes, though. So. Do you, yeah, do you have any STDs? Who doesn't Bridget? have herpes? Do you have uh, any? Duh. All the STDs in the book. I love AIDS. And there's... Uh, <laughs> Comic Chad <laughs> coming in with a zinger wow. right there. I love, I AIDS. love AIDS. I love it. Pretty good joke. Way, way to roll with the punches. Who is he sitting with? Who is that woman? So this woman is a prop. Um, okay. Alex okay. has a lot of weird characters on his show. All right. Like okay. his uh, his wife's boyfriend mm-hmm. is on there a lot and a bunch of weirdos. So I think she's part of that crew. But the whole point was to hook these two up. Uh, I think they're holding hands at this point, or they do in a little bit, because really he's, he's like, he's like, I'm the pimp on a blimp. I'm hooking you guys up. And then they all went out to dinner afterwards. That's the funny thing, too. I didn't watch a lot of it, but I, I tuned in a little bit of them at the Olive Garden having dinner. And Chad's <laughs> just an awkward dude. He doesn't know how to have oh. fun or carry a conversation. He's just a weird guy. Even on this show, when Alex was out doing like a thing uh, some kind of bit. It you saw the the wide shot, and Chad's bent over, pulling his phone up and checking his messages. It's like, dude, you're on a show. Just don't look at your phone for just a little bit. Just act like you've been there before. <laughs> I love how uncomfortable Chad is during this whole thing. Also, there was a very funny joke in the uh, chat on here. Someone wrote, "Hey, look at it, Jussie Small Lip." <laughs> it's pretty okay. good. I get it. Pretty good. I like it. This is great. Chad c- claims he has good credit. Actually, yeah. with all jokes aside, I have pretty good credit. There you go. Here really go. good credit. Okay, Chad, let's ask this. Okay, so we, we joke about the credit card thing. Let's just get it out of the way. You stole, uh, right here on the thing, it says less than $1,000 on one of these things. Yeah. So what the hell, dude? It says petty theft, less than $1,000. So you didn't even spend that much money. What the fuck did you buy? Would you like to do a part two to the show? Because there's a whole nother case that you guys aren't bringing up. Okay, well, I don't even care. I'm just saying, I can't (laughs) believe it. Chad got in trouble. He got it off. It ended up being okay. And you got a lot of stuff dismissed. But it was under $1,000. I'm saying, Chad, it's like almost not. Go, like, take their credit and go buy a bunch of gift cards with it. Why didn't you do that? Yeah. Alex, if you really want a part two to the episode, we can pull up another case. And you'll be like, oh, okay, I get it. Okay, all right. Well, there's more to it. There's more to the story. But Yeah, I promise I'll come back and be just as unfunny. There's plenty of time left in the show. And Chad goes, oh, we can't get into that now. Why not? There's only like 30 minutes left. <laughs> yeah, like, well, you can get into it now if you want to. I don't think you want to, I think is what the real problem is. How could he possibly have good credit? Someone Was else's credit. making a joke about the cards? <laughs> it, it had to have been, no, right? He's no, it wasn't a joke. joke. He, go, he goes, no, I, I really do actually have very no. good credit. I swear to God. Oh, God. He once right. talked about he, he got a credit card. I remember him bragging. He got a credit card with a $15,000 spending limit and a low APR, he said. Yeah. First of all, credit cards don't have low APRs, so that's what not true. What kind of conversation were you having? What is this? No, it's not his show he was saying this. Oh, God. Chad said that at his show. This is, these are the kind of things he brags about. Wow. Th- things any 24-year-old wouldn't even tell their friends. They're just like, right. oh, yeah, I got a credit card. It's not that impressive. And then this is fantastic. Again, props to Alex Stein brings up the dabble verse. I love it. No idea what's going on right now. I told Jimmy, Jimmy, do you remember me explaining to Chad, me trying to explain Chad to you? Said that uh, 
you were controversial and had some people in the Dabbleverse. I've never heard of the Dabbleverse. Can you explain, explain? the Dabbleverse? Yeah. Do you realize your audience is way bigger than the Dabbleverse? No, nobody not, cares. Not even about that. What I'm saying is it's very interesting. I like watching it. And that's why I had you on. Or one of the reasons is, is like Kevin or Chrissy, they might get mad at me. But I want to repair that relationship. I'm not saying we all need to be friends, but you need to go on Kevin's show. Even if it's once a week and you guys can fight, that will be entertaining as a fan. I'm saying I want that as a fan, not as your friend, not as Kevin's friend. I want that as a viewer. And I think you guys are robbing the public. By having it's not me. It's him. It's all him. He's yeah, but you're tweeting, too. You said, oh, I want $4,000 or this and that. You're going to have to do some freebies like Bridget before you get paid the big bucks from the pimp. That's how it works, right, Bridget? How many freebies do you do? Um, I got to pay in that way, if you know what I mean. Wow. You know what that means. I mean- <laughs> What? Jack? Okay, ten dollars. They deserve super- each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. They're equally hilarious. So I, I love the fact that they're bringing up the Dabble versus Jazz. Go. No one even knows what the Dabble versus is. Like, no, it's actually a lot of people. But I will rob the public. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a lot of people. It's, it's the whole reason why people were tuning in for this episode. I know that's why I was checking it out. So um, this is the last clip I have. This is where Alex is going through the rap sheet. And again, Alex could sit there and just grill him if he wanted to. Yeah, but he's. Being uh, uh, he's being fair about it, not fair. He's just doing the best he can to manipulate Chad to keep him in the chair. Yeah, he's balancing it. Keep this bit going yeah, as yeah. long as possible. So this is fun. It's crap. I mean, dude, some of these are bad though, Chad. Let's talk about this one. This is the one I do actually want to get. Like, we want to get this just under, like you know, water off a duck's back or whatever the bridge over troubled water. September two thousand three, charges sure. filed for a stalking protection order violation. Is that an ex-girlfriend? What explains explain to that? Oh, yeah, it's my ex-girlfriend. I, you, you listen way too. My ex-girlfriend was cheating on me, and I caught her, and it was like, was it 2001 or something like that? Yeah, 2003. Yeah, and I had to go to court. I got a public defender. I got screwed in the whole situation, so. Yeah, it was, some of these That's got dismissed. I literally, I literally got busted for, she was sleeping with another man. Well, see, and this is my point, Chad. It's like, you're really not a bad guy. Like, I know probably you've ever, I've lied. You've lied. Whatever. I mean, I'm not going to I've that. never lied. <laughs> I love the way Chad tells a story. There was an order of protection against him. Do you know how difficult that is and how scared someone has to be of you to file an order of protection for stalking? And his story is, oh, my girlfriend was cheating on me. I walked in on her with this guy, and then uh, they took me to court. Well, I think you missed a couple things there. <laughs> like, what else? What else happened? <laughs> that sounds a little weird, if you ask oh. me. Oh. Poor Chad. Poor, poor I mean, Chad. not poor Chad. No, I I, <laughs> I, know. I don't know. It's, I know it's what just you mean. crazy. Like, it's crazy to get to this point and we're still doing the same thing. I understand with John, it's sort of the same, but at least that's entertaining. Well, like, something, like, I'm kind of done with, like, I was done with Chad the third time you talked about Chad. Yeah. And it's it's nice that you took a break. And I'm not saying this isn't, this isn't good or anything like that, but it's just, it's so tiresome with him because... He's actively working against himself. Yeah. And I think that he probably could beat John in an IQ test. Meaning sure. A lot of what's happening with John isn't his fault. It's his fault for being an idiot. Right. Chad, he's bringing all of this upon himself, and he's just hurting himself more and more. Which is what Alex time. was trying to explain to him. <laughs> this yeah. entire episode, he's going, why are you doing this? You're not helping yourself. <laughs> but I know what you mean, though, Doug, because imagine... 
Chad's whole thing is he wants to be famous. He moved out to yeah. LA. He moved to New York. He's made a couple right. different runs at becoming famous. He has famous friends. He talks about it all the time. He really wants to be famous. And now he has achieved some level of notoriety, but for all of the wrong things, not for being yeah. funny or witty or interesting, <laughs> just for making up stories and stealing credit cards and stalking and all this shit. He's like, well, that's the stuff I didn't want people to know about. God yeah. damn it. That sucks. And he's in so deep. I don't even know that there could be a redemption story. I, know. I, don't, I don't know that he could dig himself out of this at this That'd point. That'd be like if, if I got famous for having a micro penis. Like, well, that's cool <laughs> that people know who I am. Has <laughs> anyone listened to my guitar play? Come on. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot to pull this. Maybe I'll do it next time. Oh, maybe we'll do it in Detroit, actually. Yeah, that'll be fun for Detroit because uh, Drew and those guys are big into rock music. When Stuttering John was on Conan O'Brien. With his band in '94, he oh, plays God. a guitar solo in this song. This is the guy who challenged me. It says he's a better guitarist than me, and uh, <laughs> it's eye-opening. This guitar solo, it's on fucking <laughs> national television. Eye-opening. I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> Take the guitar. New directions. <laughs> John posted a note to his uh, Patreon. Dear patrons, yesterday's show was a complete train wreck, culminating in an idiot super chatting a swastika before I could notice. For that reason, I deleted it. I don't want some anti-Semitic dickhead taking down my channel. Trolls will continue to hate and attempt to cancel me. And attempt, no D. Forgive me for having to remove it, but as you know, I'm against all forms of hate, racism, and prejudice. So John is claiming he took down this episode because of the swastika that came up. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say that I think there's some other reasons why that happened. And here's what I'm going to tell you guys, because it's a two-hour episode. I have some great clips on here, but I think I'm going to dedicate a bonus show to this episode of the Stuttering John podcast. Because yeah. there's so much to unpack here. It's incredible how bad this is. He's Quick trying question. To, yeah. Was the swastika up for two hours straight? <laughs> it was not up for two hours straight. On okay. Well, then why do you pull the whole episode? Okay. All right. Well, okay. Right. That's okay. okay. Yeah. You're, you're catching it with the old logic, the human logic. You got it with that one. And also, I don't know if he realizes this. If you turn the history channel, you see a couple swastikas. A swastika in and of itself does not murder Jews. I'm not saying it's a good symbol. I'm not pro-Nazi by any stretch of the imagination, but it's not against the terms of service to show historically relevant symbols that have been used throughout human history. I guess is my point. Yeah. Maybe it is. What do I know? What am I studying the terms of service? I don't know what's going on. All right. So John decides to uh, read a note I'm sure you saw this about Jimmy Fallon. Did you see the Rolling Stone article, no. Doug? So it just came out this week that uh, a bunch of staffers were complaining about what a toxic environment it is to work on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon because you never know what mood he's going to be in. He can be very erratic. Sometimes he's... And what they were saying, or maybe implying, I didn't read the article, is that um, he's often hungover. And so he's in a bad mood and he's a dick to people. And so that's kind yeah. of like a been a thing that's been going on for years. Jimmy Fallon. Oh yeah. No, no I've heard that. Yeah, sure. definitely. Sure. So uh, you got to love it when John addresses 
someone is being called out for being a drunk. <laughs> and uh, just the, the way that he's able to cope and alcoholics are very good at explaining why their alcoholism isn't the same as other people's alcoholism. It's fine. Sure. It, uh, oh my God, look at him. Let's just say, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> Jimmy has an alcohol problem. And now you're all going to laugh and think that I do. But you haven't heard me having any outbursts. I'm a lovable drunk. If I get drunk, I'm like, hey, I love you, man. I don't get angry. Ask anybody who knows me. And I don't really get drunk that often. Yeah. I mean, once a day. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And then I pass out. Now, he says he's a lovable drunk. I'm sure there's some truth to that, but we've seen a few examples here where uh, the fight with the bartender, yeah, where the bartender told him to leave the establishment because he is yelling about Trump or whatever. And she's like, I'm not, I don't want to have this argument with this drunk guy in the afternoon right now. <laughs> not again. And then there's also the video that we saw of him in the Pickwick pub where someone had parked him in the parking oh, lot right. and he's screaming, oh, parked that car! And he's all fucking fired up. Now he claims it's because the Giants lost. Okay. Fair enough. Doesn't make you any more lovable, but... Nope, probably not. So, KB, Kevin Brennan, has paid Suttering John over $3,000 this year. <laughs> he paid him $3,000 for the first appearance, and then he also paid him like $175 for another appearance, $150 for another one. Now, the way that tax works in this country mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. when you pay someone over $600... You have to get a W-9 from them because you are going to claim that as a deduction from your taxes, and those people have to claim that as income for them. Yeah. So this is what happened is that KB sent out or texted John and said, hey, man, I got to send you a, uh, a W-9. Yeah. So Brennan texts me and goes, John, I have to text you a W-9 since I paid you over 600 and I just wrote back to him. I, I, you know, I'll do, this is what I wrote to him. I just said, I go, see, see, he texted me. I'm going to email you a W-9 form to fill out for my account because I paid you more than 600 this year. And I wrote, Shh. And then I said, you are on tape saying 100 for sniping the dues payer, pay the piper. Honor your word. I was in your corner, but you blew that, you lunatic. I'd never renege on a debt ever. May I suggest therapy? That's the truth. The man needs therapy. Because he won't pay He's got serious issues. Yeah. What? This has <laughs> nothing to do with the conversation. This has nothing to do with anything you just said. So, and Carl, I just want to interrupt here real quick. Yeah. I consume podcasts like I do radio. I don't watch your show. I don't watch any shows. I have heard you describe this new gray John that we're seeing. Yes. I was not prepared for this. The, he looks like a, the ghost of an old prospector or something. He looks <laughs> so scary. Let's see who you really are. Yeah. His, <laughs> his, his face, his hair, his beard, his shirt are all the same color. This is frightening. It's so... Um... Throw Mama from the train or the Goonies, that that woman. A lot of people have compared him to yeah. that. It's, it's quite a look. It's just the, the color. There's no color. It's like it's yeah. just black and white. <laughs> yes. 
He might be the E.T. that Amber's talking to <laughs> now that I think about it. There's an E.T. in my house. Wow. Oh, let's go back is, to California. It's so distracting. I can't, I, I can't pay attention to what he's saying. All right. <laughs> Let me pay attention and break this down okay. for you. What John is talking about right here, and I don't know how wow. serious this is, but it's tax fraud. If he refuses to give the W-9, this is because John was not going to claim that money on his income. And he should. Because if you don't, that's tax fraud. So I just oh, want to I'll answer that, that question out. for you. Uh, tax fraud is pretty serious. I'll <laughs> actually, I know you don't know how serious it is. It's pretty serious. It's actually very serious. Wasn't it crazy cabbie from the Howard Stern Show went to prison because he was yeah. bragging about yes. not paying taxes on the yeah. radio? Like, I think I think oh, that was him. Yep. How yeah. stupid are you? Sean goes on the internet and goes, shh. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. Fucking <laughs> genius. <laughs> well, he took the episode down, so the IRS will never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I may not watch your, watch your, your podcast, but I'm sure the police can if they want to. <laughs> All right. So then he gets into the hypocrite talk. He talks about me for a little bit. Now, remember, this episode is not why do they podcast? He's doing a tribute to Sam Kinison. It's Tribute Thursday or something. He's a new thing that he's doing. So this whole thing is he wants to give this tribute to his buddy who died too young. They, they took him away too soon from a Sam Kinison. I believe he was hit by a drunk driver and died uh, in a car crash. And so very tragic. He's going to talk to Sam Kinison's brother, Bill. He's got an interview lined up. DG, his co-host, has put together some video compilations of Sam Kinison stand-up, Sam Kinison and Howard Stern. He's got this whole thing ready to go. But first, he's got to call me out for being a hypocrite. I mean, that's, that's an important part of any Sam Kinison tribute. <laughs> to make sure you tell everyone what an asshole I am. And this, again, goes back to the fact that Shuli pulled a prank on him, where he thought he was goofing on Anthony Cumia with this Photoshop, but they snuck a little swastika in it. So he posted something on Twitter that contained a swastika. Again, not against their terms of service, I'm pretty right. sure. It was a joke anyway. Who gives a shit? I'm sure none of this matters. It was just a prank that he fell for because he's dumb. <laughs> and for some reason, you would think that I'm the one who photoshopped the swastika because I had nothing to do with this. I still have nothing to do with it. But I'm the asshole for, I guess, not talking about it enough. We covered it the last episode. I yeah, think quite a bit. We're still talking about we're it. We're still fucking talking about it, but it's just not enough. Now, I know I sound like a broken record, but at the very least, you would think that Carl Heberger would say something to the effect of, you guys are wrong here. Remember when he said if you, if you cancel someone, it's an act of violence? What happened to that, Carl? Where did that act of violence go? Hypocrite. Why Have you seen that one, Doug? No. I never knew what that was. I just hear the sound. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. It looks just like me, doesn't it? Oh, that's supposed to be you. <laughs> what is this? That's supposed to be you? Just yep. put glasses on it. It'll get closer, no I guess. No shit. I, I told Man, him that. that doesn't look like you at all. I, I told him that. Wow. I'm like, I wear glasses and a t-shirt. What are you doing? I, you could find someone that looks a little close. And you, and you, you also have arms, which... Yeah, I have arms, but don't tell anyone that. I'm keeping that on the DL. <laughs> yeah, right. So let me explain the difference to this dummy one last time, and then we'll move on. What John tried to do... This thing, everyone calls me out for saying uh, it's an act of violence. If you try to get someone fired from their job, 
to take away their income so that they can't pay their bills and feed their family. That's an act of violence. Now, however you want to define that. If that, if I'm saying that in a way that pisses people off, then all right, we'll call it whatever you want. It's not a good thing to do. I would never recommend it or condone it. What John did was he reached out to Patreon, the CEO of Patreon, and tried to get my Patreon taken down because of things that I didn't type in our Discord server. There were naughty, naughty words being typed in our Discord server. And because of that, John tried to take away most of my income. Very different than Shuli pulls a prank on you that you tweet out and I don't mention it. <laughs> I mean, it is a very different thing, right? I mean, do I have to explain this any further? And the Discord thing wasn't even related to him. And nothing to do he with him. He was just looking for he was a, just looking a way for to take you down. Thank you. Yeah. That's a good point, too. John was trying, back then, John was doing everything in his power to take me down, including copyright strikes on Patreon, copyright strikes on YouTube, complaints. He, at one point, showed his inbox on his screen because he's a fucking (laughs) blithering moron. And you saw all of these email going back and forth between Patreon and uh, YouTube, where he's trying to get in touch with very important people. And I remember him bragging (laughs) on a show. He's just like, and Carl... I got big meetings with the CEO of Patreon and YouTube this Friday, and oh, they're not happy with you. Like, what do you mean you have meetings with the CEO of Patreon? <laughs> Going to a five-star restaurant. <laughs> Going to sit down in a big boardroom and yeah. talk about you. Yeah. So, anyway, that, there's a very big difference there, John. I've never reached out to a company or the CEO of a wow. company to try to get money taken away from you. It's a very different thing than someone pranking you. <laughs> it so really is stupid. incredible. He's so stupid. He's so stupid. God, that doesn't look like you at all. I, 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 I love the fact you didn't even know what that was a reference to. <laughs> Who and, put this together? Like this is embarrassing. Or something. I know. It's not good. Oh. It's not great. John, right. I'll do one for you. Just reach out to me. <laughs> all right. So, again, John does not understand what makes us popular. What happened to this is an act of violence, Lady K. What happened to that? Oh, that only that's only when it's um about me. Isn't that right? I can't imagine anybody wanting to fucking pay and watch Carl Heberger a nobody with his stupid laugh with with no jokes. Why would anybody want to watch and support that spineless douche. <laughs> so glad he's I not. how he's going to end yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> no hate speech here. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's just, he's, that was the thing that we were watching before the show started. We were just like, I'm a liberal. I'm a lefty. I love. All I do is put love out in the universe. Yeah, he's a lovable drunk. <laughs> he's a lovable drunk. <laughs> lovable drunk. <laughs> the fact that he doesn't know why this show is popular proves he knows nothing about podcasting and he's in the wrong business oh i, I said that man. to his face i explained that to him uh lest you forget you see i always try and help people because what else are we here for <laughs> that's right he's just a charitable guy <laughs> trying to make the world a better place well chris this is bad news Uh-oh. because you and i we were down in florida recently mm-hmm. and uh, john was also down in florida yeah at the same time um i don't know if anyone knows this our houses are close by in Florida, Johnson and myself. I know. Can you believe it? 
And uh, Chris, you might remember that we were invited to meet him mm-hmm. at Stevie Tomatoes. Uh, yeah. And he said he would buy the first round of drinks. He didn't just say the first. <laughs> yeah, I know, he didn't say the first and last. He just said the first. <laughs> so not that long ago, John was like, we should hang out. He goes, I'll, I'll get a, a drink for you and your wife. He said, fuck producer Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you and your wife are cool. <laughs> well, things have changed because check this out. Carl, you are a hypocrite. Whoa. And do yourself a favor. Look. Chug, chug, chug. If we ever run into each other in Florida, just walk the other way. All right? Just turn. Don't even look at me. Please, don't even look at me. I don't want to be your friend. I don't want to fucking be your acquaintance. Don't look in my direction. I don't want anything to do with you. You got it? Wow. I'm serious. I'm asking you, don't even fucking attempt to talk to me with those fucking snaggle teeth. All right? With those club feet. Don't even take those club feet and walk a fucking inch towards me. You got it? I don't want to talk to you. I don't want anything to do with you or your wife. Not like she did anything, but obviously she's standing (laughs) by her man and she stands by someone who is supporting a guy who tries to cancel somebody by putting a swastika, the most vile and hateful symbol in our history, on a product. Okay. And Carl says nothing. Product. Jennifer, (laughs) Carl says nothing. Listen to how convoluted that is. Now, Jen is complicit with me not saying anything about a prank that happened by a guy that Julie was talking to behind the scenes that tricked John into posting an image that he posted in order to make fun of Anthony Cobia. And that makes you worse than Hitler. (laughs) Worse than Hitler. Sounds like you're going to have to find someone else to sit your cats while you're gone. (laughs) I know what happened to that. The dumbest thing about this is I never wanted to be John's friend. I know. This, like he's trying to threaten me with not being able to talk to him when I see him. Right. I never wanted to hang out with him. When he offered to help me with my cats, I, I was like, why? I don't need your help. I don't need you in my life, John. Oh, he was that so hurt you. about that. That I was know. one of his number one complaints yeah. when you guys finally met face to face. Or, you know. Yeah, I know. Uh, he's like, I, I, you, don't you want my help? Yeah, I know. No, I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> yeah, I can handle it. I got this. You guys were just going to meet on a stroll around your neighborhood. Yep. It was going to be the best day ever, but not anymore. Turn around go the other way what kind of talk is that if you see me don't even make eye contact i don't want to talk to you like am i supposed to be hurt by that oh no i missed out on the opportunity to be friends with a fucking retard <laughs> uh, i'm here I know. that's why i have enough friends who are retarded that's why i'm good okay bill kinnison is an older gentleman sam's brother he's having a hard time with Streamyard, and john is not the best at tech support this is one of the funniest things you'll ever see. What John is trying to tell Bill to do, and you've used StreamYard a few times there, Doug. You understand how this works. Sure. Yeah. There's a little button that says leave studio. And so you can leave and then you can come back in again. Oh, yeah. Should I hit that right now? No, you should not. <laughs> okay. John is trying to tell an older gentleman who's never used StreamYard before to leave the studio and then come back in. But John doesn't know how to explain this to him. It's just unbelievable. All right, well, we could just do it like that if you want, Bill. Just, just leave your phone on. Mike. This happens sometimes. 
do me a favor, Bill, go out and then come back in. So what's happening here is that they can't hear John. They're not getting the audio from John, but he can hear them. Okay. So he's trying to troubleshoot this and, and figure out how to fix it. And you'll also notice that Bill Kinison has his wife there in the room also trying to help him figure this out. All right. Well, we could just do it like that if you want, Bill. Just, we'll just leave your okay, phone on. Mike. This happens sometimes. Do me a favor, Bill. Go out and then come back in. Let me redo all this. Just go out of the room, <laughs> like go out and then come back in. <laughs> He's walking out of the room. <laughs> hey, Jerry. Yes. yes. He just left the room. <laughs> hey, Dave. Hey, John. DG hey, I'm trying to get Bill on his his computer. Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. Yeah, just go out of the room and then try and log back in. I did. You know what I mean? Like, just leave the whole room and come back in. Sometimes that'll start your speakers up. This is explaining tags all over again. Yes. Bill? Wow. He keeps saying, leave the room. You just saw the guy physically leave a room. (laughs) Use a different word than that. Chad is so stupid. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Tell your wife, Sherry, to leave the room also yes. and then go back in. Oh, Simon didn't say. <laughs> this is great. That's the craziest yeah. thing you've ever So let's seen. get DG in. Yeah, he'll be great at everything. All right. So then they finally decide, like, okay, we'll just talk on the phone. We'll use this Ugh. for video. But John doesn't understand that he should probably put his phone on speakerphone. Yeah. In order to do this, <laughs> so you can't hear Bill at all because it's just coming through the earpiece. No, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, this is this is John's solution for what? the interview. I can hear you on the phone. That's about it. But I'll just put the phone close to the speaker. Uh, let's you mean see. the microphone close to the right. speaker? Well, all right, Bill, talk. What do you want me to say? <laughs> you hear him, Dave? I hear him good enough. All right, so no, Bill, you don't. I love the. <laughs> I love the movie that I, I was at at the uh, comedy store of Sam. That was awesome. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a documentary we did. <laughs> and, I can't remember the name of what. I, Sam Kennison, I think it was. Yeah, no, no, it was awesome. And that that aired where? Uh, that was actually uh, aired on... Uh... They, this is going movie. great. <laughs> Holy shit. So this whole interview happens like this. And everyone in the chat is like, we can't hear. We can't hear what's going on. This this isn't working. This is crazy. This is John left to his own devices. This is what he does. He organized this meeting with uh, with Bill. What's what's DG there for? What's the purpose of? What purpose does he serve? That's the question everyone has been asking. Oh, okay. And we are going to get a... uh, we're going to Definitive finally answer. Yes. We are going to resolve <laughs> the story arc of DG today. Ooh. Yes. Very exciting stuff that we're going to get into because DG kind of popped out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. He's on John's show all the time. John doesn't pay yeah. him to be there. He's got a real job. He's got better things to do. So there's a lot of questions. He has no personality. He doesn't add anything. So there's a lot of questions like, what's this guy doing there? Is he trolling John? <laughs> is what is the, uh, the actual deal? So after the interview, this goes on for quite a while. And then um, John starts to get a little irritated with DG because DG keeps popping in and out and he keeps moving out of the frame of his camera Mm. so he can smoke a joint or something. 
And so John's getting very irritated. But, um, and I thought the guy was, um, you know, got a UI. Dave, what are you doing? Oh, are you crying? Are you smoking? <laughs> Neither one, John. I'm just managing. I'm good. Don't worry. I was smoking. Oh, so all right. Of, that way, no one could see that I was smoking. See, that's sly. I was being sly. Thank anything, you. John. No, I know, but you kept going in and out with your camera on and off, and it was, it was distracting enough. Well, to fucking the camera, have... the camera off was definitely because I was about to drop a tear. And I don't want to be the focus of a fucking Indian tear running down. So I had to throw the camera well, off. Well, it's not an Indian tear. If you know, just be real. I don't care. <laughs> I'm super real. That no, I know. So don't worry. If you cry, you cry. It's a sad fucking story. It's a... <laughs> so sad. It's one of the greatest fucking comedians <laughs> ever. And just like Bill said, Sam fucking treated me like a fucking brother, man. That guy. Okay, first off, John's the one who said Sam treated him like a brother. Bill didn't yeah. say that. And now he's putting that in Bill's mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah, remember what he was saying? I'll say I thought I was his brother. No, Bill didn't say that. The best thing about Sam was the way he treated me. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> he's, by the way, he brings it up a lot in this episode. Oh, sure he does. Talks about how Sam would introduce him as the funniest guy on the planet and all this like, crazy shit. Well, Sam Kennison was pretty funny. He, so. was, he did have some jokes. <laughs> he did have some jokes for sure. So this back and forth that you just saw happened several more times where John's just getting irritated with DG. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then DG has to leave because he says his kid brother or little brother has a flat tire and he has to go help him with it. So then DG leaves and John's watching this video. And this is the big, this is the end of DG. This is the undoing of DG that we're oh, about okay. to see right here. John's watching this video that DG put together and it's Sam Kinison on the Howard Stern show. And the video just shows Howard Stern's CD box set. So it's just a still image of that. But then DG decided to splice in video of the BS show. So you got Bob, Shuley, and Mike, and they do this thing where they act like they're sucking off penises when you donate money to them or memberships or something like that. So he splices in. The, oh, I gotta stop doing that. Why am I doing that? <laughs> you just, know what that? It's yeah. just all doing. Just yeah. Just I'm just like go Bills. Yeah. Here we go, Josh Allen. Jesus Christ, I'm such an idiot. So um, anyway, John's watching this thing, and this thing comes up, and it totally throws him off. He doesn't know what's going on. He gets very upset. Anytime he sees Shuli, John gets very upset. He's shaken by yeah. it. And what are you saying, Ronnie? Get your use, facts right. You I'm maybe dragging at you, 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 use everybody that's been on his show, okay? Use I'm Jessica. a user. You use Jessica. You use I use Jessica. What the hell was that? Why is why is the dues payer on there? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? Did I hit a wrong button? I don't know. Yeah, that was on you. I don't know. <laughs> I think Dave got duped with that. I don't, I'm not really sure. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe DJ was trolling me. Maybe that was the whole thing. It's not DJ. It's DG. He he starts calling him DJ the rest of the show. He does it over and over and over again. I'll probably put together a super cut or something. It's unbelievable. So you can see John's flustered. What, what was that? All of a sudden, we're having fun. We're talking about Sam Kennison, and now I had to see Shuli's stupid face. But he's been trolled so many times and betrayed so many times. He really takes this in stride. He's like, oh, I guess he was trolling me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Except for it's building in, in his brain. Okay. And the chat is not helping. Because the <laughs> chat's all just like, he's been okay. trolling you all along. I knew it. All this shit's going on. Okay. I'm glad it's leaving somewhere because I was like, wait, was this? Yeah. This was the long con just yep. to do that, which seems underwhelming. But I guess it's going to build to something 
It seems more. so underwhelming. Right. You would think he would brush this off in a second, just be like, ah, right, whatever. And this is just a funny thing that he says. Uh, I don't know if he realizes how dumb he is. Oh, that, that's him texting. So whenever he does this, he texts with his computer. He types with one <laughs> finger on one hand. Who texts like this? <laughs> text, what, how big is that phone, It's man? only one hand, though. <laughs> it's only the one hand. But he's doing it because he has a Mac, and I do too, so I understand how this works. Like it, right. It's all connected to your phone, so you can do all your texting on your computer. Sure. And so you hear him like, stomping on these keys. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Well, like if he trolled code. me, then he trolled me. <laughs> Take a okay, typing class, You can't class, trust man. anybody in the Dabaverse. <laughs> He's a troll uh... brother. <laughs> John just said, you can't trust anyone in the Dabaverse. That's amazing. The Dabaverse was created to goof on you, John. The entire reason it exists is because we all think you're a buffoon that we should be calling out at all times. And he goes, you can't even trust these people. (laughs) 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 That might be the funniest thing he's ever said. He's great. Okay. So he's getting very upset here. Everyone's telling him that this was a troll all along. DG finally comes back. And uh, John is like, you got some explaining to do. John is is fired up, and uh, DD doesn't know what hit him here. Is he, you know, is he going to come in with some, you know, and then and then you know and then go to Shuli? Man, what's the problem, John? That video you had had the newspaper and his show on it. What do you mean, though? Like the little part where they were like doing that? Is that what you mean? Yeah. I, dude, I did that because I thought that was funny. Like as we were watching it for us, I didn't do that to fucking send them some. Are you serious? That's what everyone's saying. Well, John, I'm sorry what they're saying. I, I literally, so my little brother got a flat out front. No, I know that. Out, so I had, I had to run out. So it's just bad timing. I had that in there for, for you just for, I thought that shit's funny. If you think that's flattering and that's somehow like giving them a. No, I, I, Dave, I don't know. Everyone's well, saying that you were trolling me. So John can't think for himself. No, no, no. He just proved no. that. He's just reading the chat and believing everything that he sees, which is why we love John, which is why the Dableverse exists. Yeah. He's so easy to fuck with. Yeah. So he's, he's so easily manipulated. Yes. Like, this is crazy. Carl, you could go on his show tomorrow and be like, come on, John, yeah. when I see you in the neighborhood, can't we just talk? And he'll be like, all right, okay, Carl, it's fine. Let's hang out. He, <laughs> he wasn't trying to sue me. He was trying to ruin my life. He was yes. talking about breaking my legs. And then as soon as we had a phone call conversation, he's just like, well, we should get together for a beer. Watch the well, Yankees game. we know how important phone calls are to <laughs> yes, him. Yes, that is true. That is a good point. So on the heels of saying you can't trust anyone in the Dableverse, which is fucking hysterical, Yes, he's like, great. well, DG, these people are all saying this. These people in the Dableverse <laughs> I, that I'm back to trusting again <laughs> within seconds. All the people who hate me and fuck with me nonstop during my shows. <laughs> this is what they're saying. This one guy gave me five bucks just to insult me to my face, but I think he's right about this one. <laughs> So he's getting fired up, and you can see DG here oh, so is just going. I just thought it was a funny thing to do. You know, they're they're doing the the sucking dicks motion. That's kind of a funny thing to pop into the video. I thought yeah. it'd be a fun thing we could goof on him for because DG was planning on being there while he's watching this stuff. DG's also trying so hard not to laugh while yeah. he's doing this. Well, he comes back and just like you're mad at me. Like you're really this fired up. Like for a while he couldn't figure it out. I was like, are you serious? Yeah. This is this is serious. What you're doing right now? Like, I, I know I'm high, but what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this goes back and forth a little bit, and um, it just uh, he gets kicked out. DG gets uh, told it's over. But I didn't expect it. 
in my defense, Dave, and that's fair. not in a fucking Sam tribute thing. And that's fair. You know, we've established the rules for tribute Thursday. No joking around. It's serious. I can I can go with that. Like what? Like, you know, and it, and if you got to do it, warn me. So you know, you know, then. But if you just, if you're just gonna do it, throw this in real quick, just because this is actually what I wanted to, to do first. This is I ain't throwing in anything that you're giving me anymore. Okay, well, there's nothing at all that's going to have any kind of uh, relation to that on there. This is just real quick to, like, sum up the same thing. Uh, You know what, man? Sum it up, John. Come on, I'm not going to. No, I'm done. Gone. I'm done. He's done. Sorry. Sorry. You know, you you don't. I'm I'm tributing a good friend of mine. (laughs) Tributing. I'm Mm -hmm. tributing a good friend of mine over here. You can't fuck with me while I'm tributing my friend. (laughs) Tributing. So you saw what just happened there. DG goes, okay, can we get past this? I got another thing that I want to show you. And just like, oh, I can't trust you anymore. I saw Julie once 20 minutes ago. Hypocrite. And I'm still freaked out about it. Uh, Julie scares think the Gigi shit out of me. Yeah. One more really good one in the chamber, like just ready to go. Like I don't, that was going to be his swan song, whatever I, was going to be played next. I honestly don't think DG did that to troll John. I think he was honestly he, surprised by that reaction. Yeah. For um, real. Yeah. You really thought he he assumed that they were both going to just laugh and laugh at that if he was there. And it was just, again, like he said, bad timing. He had to go change a tire. He literally said, he goes, I've just yeah. been learning how to do some video editing. I just right. I popped it in. I thought it would be kind of funny. Well, well, he even said, he goes, I, I know a lot of this stuff is going to be uh, pretty intense today on this tribute for your friend who yeah. died. So I thought I'd lighten the mood a little bit with, you know, Shuey pretending he's sucking guys off. <laughs> And John just won't, will not have it. He just cannot have it. He's not buying it. And honestly, he needs a guy like DG on there because John can't see shit. Uh, uh, this is hypocrite. Thanks for the 10 bucks. He's got to move. move that. It's a swastika. You got to move it. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> John's giving the trumpet thing. This is before he got kicked out. Yeah. John's giving the trumpet thing because it's 10 bucks. And meanwile, it's just a Swanson guy. <laughs> so, God damn it. It's it's just too easy with John because he yeah. just, as soon as he gets upset about something, I was like, oh, he doesn't like Swanson guys. Oh, here we go. Let's go. Oh, it's like Alex saying that uh, Zumak jumps off sides. Right. John is the king. Yeah. yeah. We get him with the hard oh. count every fucking time. Every time. Don't you know we're not going to snap the ball? It's hard count. <laughs> it's so every fucking drive he gets to their one yard line. So. <laughs> and now, so now DG's off the show. Uh, John is by himself, and he is back into his form that I think where he really peaked in this entire story arc. When you think about centering John and the different things that have happened over the years. This is classic John. This is the stuttering John I can watch all day and all night. Uh, um, yeah. I don't know what my mother's trying to say to me. Um, uh, oh, my God. Uh, let's see. So just moments after pulling the plug on DG, this is what he's back to. Yes. That's amazing. Wow. Correct. Wow, he's unbelievable. His bobs there watching. So rotary. <laughs> God, it's so fucking funny. Oh. So John did an emergency show the next day, Friday. It's still up. Uh, Aisha, I was watching El Harible talking about it today with uh, Michael Gavin Ali on his show. And John's saying, all right, Dave's off the show. DG's off the show permanently because I told him to put a tweet out 
saying that it was some kind of damage control thing he wanted him to tweet and DG didn't tweet it. He's like, well, I didn't get a chance to tweet it as with my girlfriend. And then we went to this thing and we did that. And John's like, it only takes a minute to tweet something. So John has decided he's done. He's out of the DG business. It's over. And I told you to break up with that broad. (laughs) Oh, this is hilarious. Wow. So another thing that happened today, the episode where we saw him crying on here. Yeah. He posted to his Patreon because uh, there's a guy who helps me out who I believe is on his Patreon. And he sent me what he posted on his Patreon today was who wants to be a guest? Email me and I'll send you a link today at three Pacific time. All right, so the reason why that is even funnier than usual. Wait, hold on. Three Pacific. I could do that, right? Like I could. (laughs) So so it's open invitation. Anyone who wants to be a guest. And what's hilarious about that is that this is how we opened up that show on Thursday. Just a note um, for all my Patreon people and my beer on the balcony people. The guns are out. Meaning I am now reaching out. And talking to A-listers and their publicists. And I anticipate we 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 will soon be getting incredible guests on this show. How soon? Ooh, so then I can't be on the show. Okay, now I get it now. How soon? Because he's already leaving up to anyone who's on his Patreon to come on the show and join oh, him. That's great. And... I have to say, right after that, he goes into a whole thing about how some people said they can't because of the strike. You can be a guest on a podcast. That's not crossing the picket line, but okay. It's the best time to be a guest. Yeah, you don't have a lot of time. Right. And you can talk about the issues and whatever. The other thing he said was that he was going to get Neil Brennan, Kevin Brennan's brother, just to fuck with Kevin. Mm. And Neil Brennan blew him off. Yeah. Yeah, but, you, right. know, I, you know, I think Neil's just busy, uh, <laughs> whatever. So he's talking to all the publicists out there. He's talking to all the A-listers. And the other person he's talking to directly, which I find a bit annoying, is Vinny Paulino. <laughs> this is from yesterday's show where he's very happy with uh, with Vinny. All right. So this is why. It's one of the reasons why I love Vinny Paulino. Not only is he in a fantasy football league with Lady K. But this is his avatar. <laughs> All right. So Vinny and I are in a fantasy football league together. Vinny decided to make his team photo a helmet that has the, the green splash thing from off. the creep off. Yeah. And then it's the photo of me in the cow bikini on top of it. And uh, so, of course, Vinny being my best friend. Sends this right to Senator Chad so that Chad can goof on me and, and dunk on me. Look at how happy Chad is about this. He's so excited. You, you know, know, you gotta love Vinny Carlino, okay? Who? I mean, what? Vinny Paulino. Sorry. <laughs> because this is his, this is his avatar. Avatar for the league. And he surprised this on Carl. I was I was surprised by tributing. I mean, he, was, he was surprised this my like, uh, hold on what and he surprised this this is he said it twice this is this is his avatar Ben hey awesome awesome good job Benny. <laughs> God. congratulations on that 
Aren't you glad you stuck around through this, Doug? Yeah, I, I really am, yes. Because I don't listen to episodes I'm on. I would have missed all of this. Well, I'm glad you stuck around, too, because I don't know if you've ever caught an alien before. I've tried. I've never succeeded. All right. Well, today could be your lucky it's day. It's time for everyone's favorite game show to catch an alien. Time, time out real quick. Kid, is Are people listening to Cardiff sing songs on Twitter? Yes. Or is it just me that's listening to this? Oh, yeah. It's wild, Bust right? A move. Like, what is this? Yes. Yeah, that was fantastic. It's great. Amazing. Amazing. Well, he you sometimes know wears is? a wig. It's the greatest. You know what it is? It's not just the singing. It's the dancing. You okay, know, yeah. it's the whole no, show. Certainly. Yeah, very confident potato. <laughs> it really makes it. it work. I don't know how we're going <laughs> to use that in Detroit. I don't know how we're going to pull that off. Maybe we'll <laughs> no, no, just have no, him on I the video it. screen. Uh, I'll yeah. save you some gas money, Cardiff. It's a long ride Are you ready to play? To catch an alien. Guys out there, mm. promiscuous women, aka whores, are terrible fucking people. If a girl doesn't even have the due diligence to monitor who the fuck she has sex with, that's going to lower her value and fuck with her mind. She's more than likely gonna uh, not have the ability to exercise discretion and be a good woman to you in general. Do not ever commit to girls that are sluts. And, and what you, and what guy really wants to? Take it like say a woman has a million dollars and you're making fifty, right? Yeah. What guy? What real man wants to to say, "Hey, Katie, can you pay the fucking electric bill? I shoot myself." That's gay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? I agree. That's gay. Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, you know, better uh, example here. Also, a question: Who'd you prefer, a male pilot or a woman pilot? <laughs> a meal pilot. All right, I, I male, know what you're saying, but come on, male or female. So I just wanted to say. Tommy, depending on who his guest is, will say the most outrageous shit. Oh, yeah. I have to get on this show. I don't even know what will have me now. I mean, he's getting all these A-listers, but I got to reach out to him because if I go down there, I just start saying, like, KKK shit and just see yeah. if he goes along with me. I'm just like, yeah, and what about these fucking Mexicans? You notice how they're just, like, coming over the border and living in the U.S. like they're people? Have you seen this shit, Tommy? And he's just like, yeah, I know. What the fuck? Biden's America. I'd be like, high-fiving him. Yeah. <laughs> I got to really try that. Shh. <laughs> Shh. Don't tell him. Woman pilot. What did Tommy say next? Here are your choices. Number one. What's a pallet? B. Duh. <laughs> next. Male. No questions. Four. If I hear a woman pilot, I wear my seatbelt the whole flight. <laughs> Lastly, which airline <laughs> to catch an alien? Oh, man. Oh, this is some fun ones. It could be most of them. I'm going to go with next male, no questions. It just seems like something that he would just be like, yeah, I know, right? These broads trying to fly airplanes uh what do you think doug uh i'm going with duh there's no i (laughs) i really do think he's gonna (laughs) find it hilarious he's trying to trying to crack these dudes up he's gonna say duh i love it yeah along those same lines i think he's trying to crack him up with which airline which airline oh that's too clever for him (laughs) i don't know okay i like that i said that's too clever does he make sense (laughs) (laughs) Uh. What guy, what real man wants to 
to say, hey, Katie, can you pay the fucking electric bill? I shoot myself. That's gay. Yeah. 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 Right? I agree. That's gay. Can you imagine? Right, you know, better uh, example here. Also, a question. Who would you prefer? A male pilot or a woman pilot? What's a pilot? Pilot. Pilot. Oh! Oh, pilot. Oh! Fucking male pilot. Okay. So another question for wow, you. Can you imagine right, putting your life in a woman pilot's hands? <laughs> Hell no. So imagine you giving that power to a woman to run your life. Good. Bro, Very they can't even. But guys, sit there and let women do it Hold all on. Time. Oh, low, she's the boss. Low credit score. That's all for this time. Wow. Come back next oh, time to man. find out if you have the misogynist slut shaming skills <laughs> to catch an alien. Brought to you by Subreddit Surfing. Season 2 premieres Monday, September 11th. Be there. Then Uranus got hit, and it's tilted, which you never hear about. Nope. Then Uranus got hit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> don't you think, I know he's an alien, a space alien, but don't you think that you would put the context clues together and realize he said pilot? <laughs> What's a pilot? Yes. Yeah, take a moment. <laughs> Just let it process for a second. <laughs> Try to figure out what that is. Unbelievable. It's got two guests. It's just throwing them, really. <laughs> all right, Doug. What have we done today? We've done it all. We talked yeah. about Amber Amhrine, the diary of a psychic medium, and that nonsense. Almost adulting mm-hmm. is not going to Google anyone's butthole. Vito doesn't understand how politicians work. Prime mm-hmm. time with Alex Stein had the mud shark on. And that was an exciting episode. Stuttering John had one of the worst podcasts in the history of podcasting. And I can't wait to talk more about it on the next bonus show. Cardiff won to catch an alien. So you know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. Next week's teaser. The teaser. The teaser. And the teaser is... See you in Detroit. The next episode will be live from Detroit. Wednesday's a very busy day, so no midweek episode coming up this week. But um, I do have a brand new computer I'm very excited about. We're going to get a great recording. If you're not going to be there, we're going to put out a fantastic episode. I'm really looking forward to meeting everyone in Detroit, doing a live show there, going to the Wolverines game on Saturday, going to a Tigers game on Wednesday. I'm going to be on the Drew and Mike show. The entire episode on Thursday, I'll be in studio. Uh, so that usually comes out Thursday night, Friday morning. Check that out. Um, so uh, Drew and Mike podcast, wherever you get podcasts. So this is going to be a, a really fun week. I'm really looking forward to it. Wish you could be there, Doug. So not a, not a best of episode on Wednesday. Maybe like an, an oldie. You just grab an old one, throw it up there for people that I'm not telling you how to run your show. I should have consulted with Doug before I <laughs> yeah. made this decision. A music episode. He's right. He's right, A you music know. episode, yeah. I definitely could yeah. pull something together. Maybe just play that Grandma's House song on a loop, because, boy, I haven't heard that in so long. Holy Love that shit, thing. you're making a lot of good <laughs> points over here. <laughs> Do I have that? No! I bet you forgot about I'm a make it. Yes. 
Broke up feeling refreshed. Don't you know I gotta get dressed? Got to look nice for the day. I'ma make it someday. I'ma make it someday. Has he made it yet? <laughs> I don't pay attention to the charts. What's that guy's name? I forget his name. Oh, God. Was he? Jamar Molade. Yes, Jamar Molade. Yeah. All right. Good call. Okay. <laughs> I could, could, again, we might just blanked on that, too. God, I wanted to get him in Chicago for I our know. first live show so badly. That would have been fucking... Uh, he was singing at a wedding. He was singing That's at a why wedding. Made so, it. so I guess he did make it. Otherwise, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. That. Yeah. God, that would have been... Uh, good for him. That would have been fantastic. Doug, people should check out Good Times Great Movies. Yeah. Wherever you get podcasts, check it out. Our latest episode is on the Madonna classic. Uh, who's that girl? Who's that girl? <laughs> so, yeah, it's with her and Griffin Dunn, and there's yeah. like a cat and man, I forgot. She does like a Betty Boop impression the whole time with the worst Brooklyn accent I've ever heard in a movie. It's crazy. So Check you are so so focused on just the eighties, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only yeah, we have not movies. moved beyond the eighties. I it's a terrible idea, but we just keep doing it. All eight over eight years now, so there's plenty wow. to dig into. You know what I just watched the other day? My wife just pulled it up on her yeah. iPad, and I went, "Yeah, that's the finding. Got nothing else uh-huh. to do." We watched the Money Pit. Oh, money! We did that. I'm sure you have <laughs> we covered it. Money Pit's great. It's well, fantastic. The, the problem good. with the problem with the Money Still Pit. Fun. The problem with yeah. that movie, and a lot of eighties oh, movies are a, like there's that. There's a problem with this. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I'm going to point it out to you right now. So yeah. the entire plot revolves around them buying this house that they can barely afford that is right. bigger than they need, that is in a location that they don't want to be yeah. in. Uh-huh. So the entire plot is based on something that no person would ever do because they wanted to live in the city. They got kicked out of their apartment, but the guy works in the city, and, and so she works in the city, so they didn't want to be an hour outside of the city, but that's where this house was. And then they're like, there's just two people, and they bought a house that has 30 rooms no. in it. Oh. No okay. one needs a house right. of 30 uh, rooms if you're just two people. First of all, they got a great deal from an old lady who wanted to unload this thing. And also, Carl, I know plenty of people who are living in houses they can't afford. <laughs> it's it's fuck. Oh, Missy B says she recently watched it, too, because of what's going on with them. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I, I feel bad. I love to talk about that. I hope that you got that. Uh, I hope you got that yes. figured out. Yeah. Sorry, Missy. They fucking built the roof with used tiles. They, they bought they built a brand new house that is a real money pit situation there that that really is something that would have and, happened and the in that contractor movie. fucking skipped town he left the state so they can't oh. even like track him down and sue him for it that's Missy, the last did, I the, anyway. did the stairs fall apart as you were running up <laughs> yeah. uh, i will say the the funniest scene and i don't know why i'm still talking about this the funniest scene in the money track, I, got, I got shit to do but anyway <laughs> Uh, the funniest scene is they got all these contractors over there. They're all doing all this work to the house. And the two of them are having a fight about her fucking her. That's the other weird thing, too, is that she gets drunk and doesn't know whether or not she fucked her ex-boyfriend or not. Yep. yep. <laughs> How is that possible? That's not a thing, is it? No. Anyway, okay. So um, so they're having this fight about infidelity. And like all of the contractors are just like, well, what's going on? They're all like just uh, listening in. That's a fun scene. It's great. You have to agree with me on that, right, Doug? Yeah. Oh, I do. I do. This is the kind of uh, shit you can hear on Good Times, Great Movie. <laughs> yeah. wasn't, wasn't that a great scene? Yes. All right, moving on. Uh... 
<laughs> oh boy. So um, you also have a Patreon. No, no, I stopped that. You stopped Sorry. the Patreon. I was, I was, listen, I was pulling in Patty C cups numbers and I was like, this is not worth my time. So now I did shut that down. Just listen to the regular show. It, okay. It's totally fine. Everybody go, go check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I would certainly appreciate it. So yes, listen to the show in the meantime, but then join us again next time. Because it might be the episode we find out once and for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, everybody. Starting in the mush bits of morning radio. Mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Oh, poor Missy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Jeez. Yeah, that sucks. I'm waiting for a turkey to fly through my window. Yes. <laughs> Another good scene. Oh, right, it is a good movie. I thought it was a bad movie, but anyway, I was it wrong about that. Uh, Gary in San Diego checking in. Hey, Carl. Oh. Gary in San Diego. Well, John is now admitting he was fired from LAUSD. Of course, uh, that's not the end of it. He's figuring out who to blame. He's blaming the trolls. Those damn kids. He's ba- blaming Bob Levy. He's going to sue Bob Levy for reporting him. Is it illegal to report somebody and then tell the truth? My guess is that John was fired because somebody at the uh, administrator's office listened to John's podcast when he was drunk. So they don't want a drunk uh, teaching students. That's pretty much plain and simple what happened. The LAUSD listened to his podcast, and that was the end of it. I guess he could still... uh, Get a teaching credential in Florida if he ever goes back there. Anyway, rock and roll. Gary's trying on this new run with it. side off this, yeah. this rock and roll thing. All right, Gary, because he had important things to say, talking about how John admitted that he has been fired from the school district that he was a substitute teacher at. Maybe that's why he's crying today. He's like, Jesus Christ, what have yeah. I done? I've got nothing to fall back on now. Except Coors Light. Well, there's always. I will say, I think I've had plenty of teachers that were drunks throughout the years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you can, as long as you can stay somewhat sober while you're at work, you can hold down that job. No, as long as you can not podcast and act like a lunatic on the internet. Because honestly, I'm sure I had a lot of drunks as teachers, and all of them kept that shit to themselves. Yeah, right. That's kind of the key to being not advertising it online. Right. Right. All right. So anyway, I, I wanted to get Gary in there, but I am very sorry, Lucy Tightbox. We have a net news we need to talk about here. Take it away. Oh, all right. Internet news with Lucy Tightbox. From Patreon, Fudgical proclaims, Confused Dan Falato with another Dan is his most pathetic lie ever. Troll Hunter, LOL, great find Carl. That lie is so insanely obvious. SJ is genuinely freaked out that that video could see the light of day. It must be a doozy. Principled uncertainty. I like women. Call me crazy. But when did they become so self-aggrandizing and obnoxious? That shit would not fly in my city. Women here are in equal parts hilarious and terrifying, which I find appealing. I cannot imagine waking up to someone who thinks that they are witty and delightful because they discuss their grossest physical aspects in public. It would be like dating a retarded teenage boy over at youtube nimrob shares you had me at kevin brennan is a loser mcfeely notes kevin sure has business savvy pay attention everyone else drenger leather the only difference between kb and sj is sj had fame to inflate his ego higher without that they are completely the same person both 
should be mocked ruthlessly. Lone Wolf, wait until Kevin's channel gets taken down. He'll be crying like the little baby that he is. No to Ricky, KB's false equivalent arguments are annoying. Life with Pico writes, Unfortunately for KB, being a miserable cunt who always plays the contrarian just for the sake of being a miserable cunt wears thin pretty fast. Flynnster, supporting Stuttering John, backfired on Kevin badly. His handling of Bob also another loss. Kevin's guest list? Complete garbage. Ray being a regular is unwatchable. Great moves, KB. Amazing. Jesse James opines, KB is spiraling, swirling the toilet fast. Levy time Levy, KB has lost the thread of reality. He used to be the guy who held others accountable. Now he lies and attempts to gaslight his audience. Lame. Stephen M. Barry, stupid or liar? Why pick? Team Penn claims, copyright striking is a bullshit move, but let's face it, Julie's podcast is unwatchable. He interrupts clips every three seconds to say something that is completely unfunny. I couldn't take more than five Five minutes. Garbage. And from Reddit, not P10 comments. Thank God we have Patrick Henry Hamburger fighting the tyrants. Give me mocking a 60-year-old drunk or give me death. Substantial chef. Best effort in a while, boys. Goofing on sex-averse Canadians who are weirdly obsessed with female genitalia combined with a solid Rochester core of co-hosts adds up to a solid episode. Sometimes less is more. Dr. Ted Penis Astronaut. The blonde is weird. The hippie is gross. Acubats confesses. And here I thought Carl's real last name was Hamburger. And Joggerlicious plays us out with, no, Carl's real last name is Steamed Hams. It's an old upstate New York name. I don't know why that one Simpsons reference gets so much play everywhere all the time. Wow, sometimes Lucy puts in a lot of work. That was a lot to read. There is, yes. I appreciate you, Lucy. Good for you. And it's uh, a lot to edit, too. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> producer Chris puts together the entire script and does all the editing, too. So it's a lot, uh, a lot going on. Thank you for recognizing that. Um, all right, back to the voicemails. Carl, I appreciate your consistency, your continued consistency on the YouTube shit. The don't flag people, the false flagging, the automated shit. YouTube can take down anything that gets flagged, anything they want to, anything anybody wants to have taken down, and it's been that way forever. That hasn't changed ever. But suddenly a lot of people, and it's not even just the, like, MLC-type spaces or the Gabbleverse YouTube spaces. It's alternate platforms fucking everywhere. All of a sudden, people seem to shift on fucking flagging, false flagging, free speech. It's fucking ridiculous. I don't get it. It's fucked. Appreciate you. Uh, For the first time, I'm calling in not saying go fuck yourself or whatever. Wow. Club-footed, whatever. Fuck yourself. Bye. All right. I mean, there goes that. I I guess. So that guy uh, called right back. Carl, you need to be attacking these people that I want you to go after. Carl, you're not talking about the Julie Network. And Carl, you need to be doing this thing or that thing that I want you to do. And guess what? Uh, John does the same fucking thing. Everybody does. These talentless fucks. These goddamn... It's funny. What I lost the plot. <laughs> Whatever. I can't salvage it. Don't play this. Whoops. But these fucking retards want you to do their bidding for some reason because they're embarrassed, and that's all it is, and it's pathetic. Bye. It is weird. Am I the only guy that gets ragged on for what I don't say? 
Is that a thing with a lot of podcasts? It's like, and Carl isn't even calling out Bob Levy every three seconds. Like, well, yeah, I'm sorry. I was, I'm supposed to. I didn't know. You have other shit to do. That's I didn't know what I was supposed to be ridiculous. doing for all these different people. Uh, Keith in Montana calling in. Hey, Carl. Keith in Montana. So, uh, that whole thing with uh, Kevin Brennan there. Um, now, I don't know much about his history, but Kevin Brennan is the kind of person, too, it seems like that would make his career on things that you can no longer say on YouTube all the time. You know, climb that ladder and then pull it up right behind him. You know, people like fucking uh, Howard Stern are, and Amy Schumer are fucked like that. And um, oh, what's the uh, Timmel's wife or ex-wife? I don't remember that. Sarah Silverman. You know, like, that's the kind of shit they do. They made their money on things that you can no longer say and then shame everybody else who is trying to make them way out their way up and just say, fuck you, and slams the door behind them. Fuck all of them. Call me that. Keith is fired up, and he's wow. right. He is wow. right about that. There's a lot of people. Sarah Silverman's a perfect example of she's done all of these things that you can't get away with now. And she's like, yeah, well, you shouldn't have to be able to get away with that stuff now. I said, like, well, that's why you're famous. Mm. So, okay. Well, that's really convenient for you, isn't it? <laughs> Very easy to say, too. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway, good points. I like it, Keith. Hey, Carl. Keith in Montana. Whoever that asshole said that uh, was that said that uh, um, John does a great impression of you is a fucking moron. He cannot beat Chad Zumok's impression. I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that thing. Yeah. All right. Bye. Good point. I am so in, right. I yeah, am so right. in John's head. Every time when he does it, John, he knows that I, he's doing something that I might goof on. <laughs> so he's thinking about that all the time. Which probably, so he's awake. So it might be hard. <laughs> uh, might make it more difficult. Oh, Gary in San Diego again. Hey, Carl. Gary again. Well, John has egg on his face uh, because on a Thursday show, he had to make an announcement, an embarrassing announcement, that his big guest for uh, Saturday, his beer on the balcony, uh, of Neil Brennan is not going to happen. Neil canceled. So at this point, it appears John has no guests for uh, Saturday, and he doesn't want anything to do with Kevin anymore because... Kevin's a lunatic, and Kevin owes him $100. So uh, he didn't want anything to do with Kevin. He tried to kind of embarrass Kevin by bringing on his brother, Neil. But Neil uh, at first agreed, I guess, on Tuesday. But by Thursday, he's canceled. And John had some lame excuse that, well, you know, there's a writer's strike. Right. And... Uh, not as if John's show is written. Right. It's all uh, extemporaneous. There's also a guest so strike. That just doesn't fly. But Neil's not going to be there. I guess he's going to have to try and dredge up another guest for Bear on the Balcony. Maybe it'll be Dave. Okay. Rock and Rolla. Talk to you later. So, John, if you're listening... Three o'clock Pacific is six o'clock. That's an hour and a half. Just reach out. I will be there. Whatever you want me to do. Beer on the balcony. I can I can I can get some beers. All right. PA beer places. That'd be amazing. I would but love I, to I see Doug. To do I'd love to see Doug with Saturday John. I would too. That'd be fantastic. Be I'd have so much. You fun. could be the new DG. 
You just got to oh, agree I, with everything John says. Say, Tommy's great. No, you're great. I can do shitty video editing. Yeah. yeah. Do, do a little bit of that. Get too. your face real close to the camera. I, I love um, Gary in San Diego because every now and again, I'll, I'll pop on Dabblers Anonymous, see what's going on. And as soon as I just read a headline, I know that it's from Gary. I'll be like, oh, that, that's something Gary. But like, yep, okay, that's Gary. Yeah. <laughs> you can just tell the way he writes and talks. You can just hear that voice yes. in your head as you read it. It's very distinct. Yeah, if the comment starts with, well. <laughs> Call. Why are you always talking about God's kids? Jesus Christ. I can just get over it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ugh. There's proof. Even his voicemail is saying it's all he talks about is my kids. Carl, it's Joe. Um, I'm not going to give you that hard of a time about the crackling, but I will say when I listened to last Saturday's show, last Sunday's show, I thought it was my headphones that were the problem. <sighs> I know. And I, went, I switched headphones, and I'm like, oh, my God, is it my MP3 player? Ah! Yeah, I still use an MP3 player. I don't use, like, my phone. I'm an old man. Leave me alone, right? Then I think it's my monitor because I'm watching the YouTube version. And I'm like, is everything failing? No, just Carl is yes, failing. Just so me. I think don't get a new MacBook Pro. Burn the house down. Moved to Florida. Everything seemed to be working. No, no, it was worse there. Okay. Yes, uh, I have no idea what to do. I did re-sign up for the Patreon, though. Thank you. And it just so happened to be the week that you went on that weird free speech jag on the Wednesday show. But I still love you. <laughs> you and your You're jags. back at the top of the list. <laughs> Not above Vinny or Cardiff or what? producer Chris. What? Maybe Husey. <laughs> All right. Don't call me back. All right. This this is the reason why the show has sounded like shit for the last couple of months. And... From what I'm hearing today, it's sounding it's sounding very good. So we fixed it. We fucking fixed it. Thank God. I sound amazing. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> you sound but... great, buddy. <laughs> Thank fucking God, because I hate that Apple store. It's the worst. But you got to do it. They got the inventory. They got the thing I want. Everyone there is smugger than DG. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the sales guy loved me, though. He comes over. He's like, what do you need? I go, I, I, I just need the, the most souped-up MacBook Pro you have. He's like, how about this one? I'm like, yes. That was a pretty quick, pretty quick conversation. <laughs> do you want to hear about its function? <laughs> nope, it nope, brings a lot of bills. Nope. <laughs> yeah. nope, no, in his head, he's like, what is the commission on this? Okay, yeah. great. Uh, no cha-ching. further questions. Uh, <laughs> good day. Paco called in. Hey. Yeah, what's up, Carl? This is Paco. Uh, I just want to say I appreciate the Simpsons reference. You know, mm-hmm. the one where you're like, oh, yeah, the Osborne's are back. It's Todd for <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a good, a good one. one, dude. A good one. I caught that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I also want to say I miss Kroger. You know what I'm saying? That fool is dope. I don't know what happened to him. I hope he's all right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Stuttering John. I'll see you about this later. He's all right, but he's going to be mad at me if I don't end the show soon because I had to meet up with him and load our gear out. I I was thinking, Let's and do I don't hour. know, you know, if Crush would be okay with this, but I do miss him with the Stuttering John intro with his woo Ooh. and everything. So yeah. if somebody could put that into the Stuttering John, I'd love to hear that every time. Great. And I'm going to get a cease and desist from Crush. <laughs> yeah, Just what I need. Yeah, who knew Who knew that would be the end of the show? <laughs> yeah. uh, Trucker Larry's going to check in with us. Yo, what up, Carl? This is Trucker Larry, Larry from Sacramento. Uh, sorry about last week's Stuttering John rant. I made that super long. My bad. Also, sorry for the audio quality. I guess I was throwing my mic I should have been anyway. Um, yeah. A uh, shout out, Paco. Andy, you're a traitor. Uh, Rock and Scola. <laughs> All right. 
truckers are uniting behind the scenes, apparently. Very good. Flashy Vic says, Curl, uh, did Carl go out of the room and come back in again? Yes, that's how I fixed the, uh, <laughs> you know, <on> the theater. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't ever try that. <laughs> in the morning! Holy shit, Carl! Did you hear Adam Curry mention Stuttering John on the greatest podcast in the universe? Holy shit! He's a fucking celebrity! Fuck! Yeah, I, I did hear that. So on No Agenda, a show that I love, Adam Curry was actually played a clip from the Howard Stern show where John was interviewing Joan Rivers and asked a question. It was, it was when Barack was president and asked a question about him being the first black president or something. And she goes, well, he's also the first gay president. And then she said that Michelle is trans, not in those words. That's <laughs> a little more offensive than that. But uh, who knew Joan Rivers knew about this shit all that time ago? And now we're all just catching up to it. You know about this, right, Doug? I've heard things. Yes. The, I've heard uh, jokes. Well, the, the, what was <laughs> happened is, for whatever reason, I mean, Obama hasn't been president for a long time, but for whatever reason, they decided to uh, put out this letter that he wrote his girlfriend when he was 21 years old, talking about how he, all he does is fantasize about gay sex all day. It's really fucking bizarre. I, Obama, Listen, if you could call in again. We've all been 21 before. <laughs> <laughs> You sound like Dick Manson. He's just like, well, yeah, every guy wants to suck off another dude. I'm like, what are you talking about? No. Give it a shot. How are you going to know you're gay if you don't? Yeah, Obama, can you please call into the show? He used to be a regular caller on the show. Explain yourself. But yeah, please explain yourself. All right. One more call here. Nate from Flint. Hey, producer Chris. Nate from Flint, Michigan. Will you please update your rule of three for comedy rule to the rule of three by 300? Because... Stuttering John saying John and going glug 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 me 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 has done been done about nine hundred times at this point and I don't need to tell you it's getting funnier every time. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck my life. See you in Detroit, Nate. Yeah, buddy. Looking forward to it. All right, Doug. Th- this time for real, dude. You are the man. You hung with us. I know you're not feeling well, but you hung with yeah. us through the whole show. You killed it. it was, Thank uh, you. No, no, this is always fun. I, I always have so much fun here. Like I said, I am not just a guest. I'm a listener. I listen to you all the time. It's amazing. I was even thinking June 2019. That was my first appearance on this show. Mm. I love it. Every time I come back, it, it's it's so much fun. Well, you guys I, are great. I'd love Everything to have you more do. often. I, Doug yeah. sent me a note months ago, many months ago. And I think and I said I never want to come on again. No, I thought I thought he was tapping out of the show because he sent me. I think it was the d- description of the podcast or something, and it was like there was a time when there was a lot of drama going on with Chad and Kevin. It was like all these different things, and Doug sent me. I was just like, "What fucking soap opera am I listening to on the show these days?" I'm like, "Yeah, I know oh, it's yeah. getting a little nuts." <laughs> <laughs> all my cucks. <laughs> I didn't mean anything by it. I just these general people, I have no like. I'm not in this. Yeah. World. Like I love to listen, but listening to you is the only time I hear about any of these people. <laughs> yes, which is actually that note helped me because I went, yeah, I, what am I doing? <laughs> we need to focus on goofing on podcasts a little bit more. So uh, always appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's a- over. <laughs> Are we down here? I think we are. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
a plane has hit. I rewatch it, Carly. His mom. Boom. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. That was a great episode. That was really great. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Why am I even still doing this? I'm out of here. This is my party, and you're not invited. Yeah. <laughs>